Savage. Hey, what's going on, Savages? Welcome to episode 18 of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach. Thank you very much for coming back, you beautiful, beautiful savages. Good to see your lovely faces through the medium of radio, which means it's impossible to see your faces, but I'm going to pretend like they're all there staring at me right now, making things incredibly awkward for me. Uh, as we go through this next podcast. If you are a supporter, thank you very much for all your donations each month. If you're not, check out patreon.com forward slash Savage Snowflake. You can donate as little as $1 a month. And there's different perks and uh, kickbacks, I guess, for all the different stages of support for the podcast. Also, um, this episode is brought to you by Boundless Technology, striving to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind, aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient, and straightforward experience for the consumer. Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. See, it was so traditional I couldn't even say it. Scumbag. Scumbag kind of stuff. Um, You want to use one of their Boundless vapes, enjoy the taste, smells, and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products at bndlstech.com. Follow them on social media at bndlstech. There you go. That's all the adverts out the way and all the nice little updates. Now I can welcome our guest. Uh, today's, today's guest is a, a, a young lady that I met uh, probably, I don't know, almost a year ago maybe at an event. Uh, she's an adult actress. She's an entrepreneur. She runs her own PR business. She also is a host on Vivid uh, Radio, the, the uh, big porn, pornographic network. They have a Sirius XM show. And she's just a lovely lass from Liverpool. Tanya Tate, how are you? Hi, I'm good. That was a lot of intro, wasn't it? I, I like your intro. Yeah, yeah? thanks and very much. Even the bit where I bumbled the advertisement read. <laughs> it was funny because before we started, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I said I wasn't going to mention it, but now I'm going to say it. it. I'm going to mention it. I have a friend called Alexis Fox that does um, a monthly event at LCID. Okay. And um, she's all pro cannabis, so as all pro cannabis, you know, a lot of cannabis products. I love that and as a concept, pro cannabis. It's just people who like smoking fucking weed, really, isn't it? This idea of, man, I just need to educate the world about <laughs> hemp products. It's like, get, fuck off. You just want to keep getting stoned. Oh, she's the host of the night, and she okay. has a lot of comic, like comics that go on the stage. Have you been to one of the events? You ever seen? I haven't any? been to one of the events, but I've heard a lot of good feedback. Yeah. And I was just thinking of you as we were about to start, and I thought, I don't know if you're into cannabis. And then your ads about cannabis, I'm like, oh God. It's, there you go, it's boundless <laughs> technology, providing amazing ways for us to smoke various cannabis products. It's pretty dope. Have you ever smoked weed? Do you know, years ago I tried it and I laughed and then I was just like, oh, okay, I'm done. That was it? Yeah. That was your whole foray into uh, marijuana? Yeah, I'm not really a smoker. I don't like smoke. I don't, and, I, and I don't... You seem like a quite a chilled character generally, like yeah. day to day. I don't feel like you need marijuana to relax. I I just go to sleep when I need to relax, you know. Yeah. I, I can sleep easily. I can sleep and I can fall asleep very easily. Well, I'm not surprised. That's because you're a mum now, right? Oh, yeah. I'm a mum as, as well. As soon as you become a mum. That should have been in your intro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but this is the thing. I dated a woman. I've dated a couple of mums. I've had a couple of mums in my time, Tanya. <laughs> a couple of milfs. I've had a couple of milfs. Well, I don't know about milfs. Uh, well, actually, no. They were 100% were milfs, right? Because they were because mothers. They were and mothers. I definitely enjoyed fucking them. So, them? Yeah. <laughs> And you liked it. You're, you're right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've known a couple of MILFs. And um, mums have this weird thing once they've had a bait or had a charge where they can sleep at any time, instantaneously go into sleep and instantaneously come out of sleep. It's like your body, yeah. biologically, your body goes, all right, let's put her into mum mode. <laughs> and that's it. You Suddenly your body's changed forever. Do you know what? I was a good sleeper though before I had the baby. Really? I was like an afternoon Maybe you've snoozer. always been ready to be a mum. Um... 
well, I've, I had the baby at the right time in my life, you know. Yeah. Earlier, I, I don't think bringing a baby to LA and starting in the adult industry, I don't think that's very... To try and get You don't want to let that. any of the crew babysit, do you, while you're shooting a scene? <laughs> Can you hold this? Oh, my hands are covered in cum. Oh, oh all right. God, stop. <laughs> but I mean, stop. that's what it would be, right? Maybe there could be baby daycare at Vivid Buildings. Oh, do you know, they might have been good at it. As yeah. as, I think as long as they were among themselves, I would have let them mind. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. You let but, one of the other girls look after them. Yeah, but away from the side, because I don't want them to wear the moaning and stuff like that. Oh, no. it's a bit like... Might have a knock-on effect later in life oh, as God. they grow. No, it's true, right? I mean, come on. I, you always think about that it's like when they're older like some fans ask me but in a very disrespectful way so I'm just like block 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 but it's an interesting question isn't it it's like when your child gets older mm-hmm. and at some point they oh how will, your, know, how will your child feel oh my mum was in the adult entertainment yeah industry. they're gonna know like and you know there's a lot of people that have got children that are like grown up or yeah. you know in the 20s or teenagers and at some point these are other actors and actresses that yeah. you know from the adult entertainment yeah. world you know, and at some point you will have to tell your child mm. before other people other do. People, yeah. yeah, or before one of their mates at school goes, "Look at this video I found of your mum." I, what you 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 rubbing your eyes like, "Oh God, that could happen." Here's the thing, though, you know that, and you 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 you're accepting of that. You made that choice, and it's, yeah. it doesn't. The people that I have met. Uh, they're not close friends or anything, but I've definitely met people who had parents in the adult entertainment industry. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a guy called Ben Dover in England. Do you know, know Ben Dover? Dover. And his, his son, son. Yeah, his yeah. son's a, an actor, actually. He's doing yeah. very well as an actor, and he was a TV host before that. When I met him, he was very cool with it. He was like, yeah, he was like, you know. It is what I, it is. He was like, exactly, it is what it is. And also, um, you know, he had a good life, brought up in a nice house. He was safe. He was cared for. It was like it didn't affect any of his upbringing as a child it wasn't like his dad was taking him to you know porn sets and being like oh, no. yeah son look at this bum hole like that that's not <laughs> what was happening I've been to Ben Dover's house he has got a nice house yeah I don't know if he's still there he was terrible his, dress sense though he was, doesn't he he's a bit he's a bit Peter Stringfellow isn't he <laughs> that's his thing isn't it yeah 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 <laughs> it was like some old dude that picked me up from the train station and took me back to his house and banged me Really? Oh, that was the scene. That was the scene. So it I just was... thought that was like you're just hanging out, and that's yeah, what happened. Yeah, I never, I never forget. It was snowing, and I have a white coat on and this white hat. It was, I, I love that white coat. Like an old E17 Christmas album yeah. video. And <laughs> I put those clothes on. That was my choice because that's what I wore. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I love wearing coats. You can't wear them over here, but I used to, lovely winter coats. You know, that could be your niche, coat porn. I, do you know why it should be? Yeah. Just like opening and flashing, and I've got I've got loads of lovely coats, and I can't wear them. Really? But, it, but I remember being because it's in LA and because it's, it's always LA, warm, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got lots of nice leather jackets that I every now and then I go. You know what? Fuck it! I'm going to do a leather jacket tonight, and then I go out, and within two minutes, it's off because it's so sweaty. Yeah. Sweaty, you're just like oh. Yeah. I remember being in his house on the couch and looking out the window, seeing the snow in the garden because he had this big garden. And there was some like deer stuck in the <laughs> standing in the garden, looking through the house as I'm getting banged. This is the, quite surreal. I quite like the juxtaposition of this very picturesque, romantic view out the window. Snowflakes falling down, a little touching the deer's nose. It wriggles its little nose and its tiny tail. Meanwhile, Bendo is balls deep. Yeah. Do you like that, babe? Do you like that? <laughs> It's what's pretty. the um? What's the? That, I mean, that sounds pretty surreal, to be honest. But what's the most surreal moment you've had in your career thus far as uh, as as an adult actress? Oh my Was God. there a moment you went, "This is, 
This is probably this is weird. This is actually weird if I look at this from outside. God, just there's a lot of stuff, isn't there, that you do? I, I mean, in terms of like setup. How do you know what I do? You've been looking at my home videos. How dare you, madam? Stay out of my phone. A, a lot of people like will when I go to like the conventions. Like I, I've done a lot of comic conventions, and I go to them, and kind of like surreal moments when I'm like got my microphone and I'm trying to interview someone for my YouTube channel yeah, so yeah. you can subscribe Tanya Tatube there we go and uh, so I've got the mic and it's got you know just a lot of Tanya written on it because mm-hmm. that's my cosplay blog and I thrust the mic up to someone to interview them and she runs away and I'm like what's up she's like oh no I know who you are should I'm a school teacher oh really <laughs> You're the school teacher, but you know who I am. <laughs> it's funny though, because well, there you go. So that obviously knows, and also at that kind of an event, you know, if this yeah, is at comic, an, comic, oh yeah, Comic Con. If it's at Comic Con, oh okay, fair enough, all right. So she, but she knew it was. But yeah. why? See, that's confusing to me because what does being a school teacher have to do with answering questions she, to a fully clothed woman? It, Just because you're associated with porn? Yeah, because I was because you know I'm an adult actress. She didn't want to. She didn't want to talk to me. I mean, she wasn't rude, but she was kind oh, of like enough. running off. That is strange. It, 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 it's it. very strange. I mean, if you'd gone up to her and said, listen, I got like three guys outside and them and me want to undress you and do terrible things to your body. Then you can understand. That, you can understand. No. But her just being like, could you answer a couple of questions about comics? Yeah. You know what I mean? And Comic-Con experience. And I don't even say, like, if I go to a comic convention, I don't say, hey, I'm a porn star. I don't even mention it. Unless they know, and then they start talking to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, not everyone will know this, but I know you do cosplay, and you've done quite a lot of cosplaying over the years. And also, you actually um, have a comic book that you were developing as well. Yeah, um, Lady Titan was my persona. Yeah. It started off in 2010 when I went to San Diego Comic Con and I dressed as Emma Frost. So it was like, you know, like a little white kind of like crop top and a little mini okay. skirt and white high heel boots. What was that? Crop top? Crop top. Crop top. No, you said it like an American. Oh, you just—it was one I... word, one one word out of the whole sentence. Oh. Okay. It was like a little crop top. Crop top. <laughs> do you do that now? You've been here long enough that you start to lose any criticism. I hope not. Do I sound like a scouser? You sound scouse now, and then but... every now and then you say words, and it's like oh, very, very that. Americanized. I hate that. Sorry, American people. Do you know why I hate it? Because I want to keep my accent. I want to speak. English and the reason like with a British accent sorry not English we're all speaking English yeah. I want to speak with a British accent because that's kind of like a niche and a lot of yeah, the guys yeah. they like to listen to it so if I start like losing, losing some of the that, words yeah. I'll be like losing some of those fans yeah I'll be like no. we can end up like Charlie Hunnam who doesn't know what his fucking accent is anymore you know the guy from Sons of Anarchy and then he went and played King Arthur in that film the very handsome blonde. Have you ever seen it? You don't, don't watch really TV. Watch, you don't watch TV. I don't really watch American television. The only American television I watch is WWE wrestling. Oh, really? <laughs> well, so hang on a sec. So there's a, lot, there's a lot of themes here. So we've got comic books. We've got uh, cosplaying. We've got WWE. Would you consider yourself a nerd then? Are you a bit of a geek? <laughs> geek, I just, geek culture? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, necessarily label myself a big geek written on. But I like things that people will consider as geekdom and geek stuff. So. Yeah. You know, I I'll take it. What was the what was the childhood, um, Tanya? Was she a was she a geeky kid, or were you were you sexual when you were a child, or was that only? Came... <laughs> That's a dodgy question. No, I mean like, listen. When I was eleven years old, I was fingering girls in the playground. Do you know what I mean? Like that was that was I was doing that. I was sexual from a young age because my parents were very open about sex in the home. Right. Um, ironically, or strangely, actually, I guess. 
Um, my mum's very asexual. She's not very. She said she's not very into sex. She wasn't very. Didn't really enjoy it very much. And didn't, you know, thought there was better things to be doing with life. My mm. dad, I think, was quite sexual, but obviously very frustrated. Yeah. And but then they were both open. Like they talked very openly about sex. I always found it very easy to talk about sex. So. Yeah. In my house, it wasn't you couldn't you didn't really talk about sex. Really, I learned it from the other kids. I can remember when I was about I don't even know how old I was. I was in secondary school, like nearly finishing secondary school. Right. So maybe I was like fifteen, maybe. Right. And um, I remember some guy in my class. And he used to bring in VHS. Old school. Old school VHS, yeah, so yeah, I could yeah. watch it. I'd take it home and watch it and bring I it back. I remember when you had to go into a store, a blockbuster, and go into that special separate little room. You know, the porn room. They always had the adult section. You used to go in there. We'd do it when we were like young enough. We had we had a friend who worked at Blockbuster. And so we used to go in late when there was no one else around. And we'd yeah. go into the room and you'd be really embarrassed. And you'd get a couple of videos. <laughs> blah, 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 and, check them out. and then you'd go and watch them. And then not even thinking about how many dirty, gross men had oh, fucking God. jacked off and touched that VHS. Oh. Or buying poor mags. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a there good was old... A, there was stashes of carrier bags of porn magazines under the bed. And when everyone used to go out, I'd run in that room and look at them. Yeah? And it was like... And ma- like those books... This you know, was those, at home. This is when this you were a kid home. growing up. And this is... And do you remember those like Who's, Who did the stash belong to? Um, where is he? My dad. Well, it wasn't my dad. It was my mum's husband. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whatever he was. Stepfather, yeah. Yeah, stepfather. Um, but I don't know. I'm assuming they didn't know that I looked at them because they would have moved them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> but I and the books as well. I used to love those books. You know, well, romance the, novels. The no Fabio on the front. No, not those. Not those Catherine Cooks and type. No, ones. not into no. that. No, the books that would they were readers' letters. Oh, like a like a reader's wife, no, like a, a dear, you know. Oh, so, oh, God! Like in the sun, they do small versions. Yeah, of Yeah, but know. it was you know books that were just literally about stories about people, what they did, like penthouse, maybe that's where you've got your letters or something. Your yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, and I think this is maybe that's where you've got your the vocal side of what you do within the adult because industry. I would read because you a lot of them reading and creating those stories. Yeah, I used to love those books. You know, there's some weird fucking fan fiction out there. Um, and there's also, when I was growing up, um, which would have been, I mean, I think you're a few years older than me, but not, not too much. And we probably grew up around the same time with the internet where there was chat rooms. So you couldn't, oh, yeah. you couldn't send photos to people, but I used to sit on, on chat forums and you create a private room with what you hoped was, well, what I hoped was a, <laughs> I'm a 16 year old boy. I'm hoping she's a 16 year old girl. And we're like talking <laughs> over the internet. You know, on, on AOL or Alamac, Alamac chat. And uh, AOL, you'd, you'd I had an AOL account. Text sex. Like, it would be like, it'd be like chat sex. You know, age stats, loca- age sex location, ASL. So it'd be like, ooh, 16, female, London. You're like, yeah, fuck yeah. All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> hey, what you wearing? I'm just wearing a little pair of panties. And we play out the whole <laughs> fantasy story exactly like that. But I got that skill. I think I got the skill of being verbally, ro- uh, verbally sexual with women yeah. through... Learning how to tell a sexual story because of, you know, chat programs. Oh, that's funny. Like jerking off. And I guarantee every single time I did it. It's probably the, a dude. Oh, it was a fucking 47-year-old from Illinois on the other end of it. Do you know what I mean? Some fat, fucking aggressive looking dude. <laughs> stroking his miserable micro penis. Well, do you, know, do you know how many people that try and be fake 
fake people. So, you know, I'm an adult star. I'm now... Are you talking I'm, about fake accounts? Fake emulating accounts. Yes, you, yes. Your account. So, so I'm, on, I'm on Instagram. I'm veri- yeah. I just got in, in, verified on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, verified. And the amount of accounts... Oh, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not verified on Right, there. yeah. But amount of accounts that go on and pretend to be you, or they'll direct message my fans. So if you're my fan and, and I post a picture and sure. you go and like it or comment, some random profile will then hit you up and go, hi, this is Tiny T. This is my private profile. Oh, Why don't yeah. you come and chat with me? And I say this every time to the fans. And they just set up scans. They're trying to sell content, yeah, they, your own content yeah, to other I, people. Yeah, I don't right? know if they're trying to sell stuff because I don't, I don't talk to them. But from what my fans say, they ask for like gift cards and stuff like that. So they're asking for things. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're going to send me money, just send it to me. Don't be going and talking to some like scammer. Yeah, and yeah. for sure, you know, it's going to be some dude. Oh, like, yeah. Do yeah. you know, it's... Or... It could be a lady. Could be. A, well, it could I mean, be if a it's lady. if it's if it's just if the process is just to, I would say it would be a guy. Maybe it could be like a a gay guy. Maybe if if they're asking the guys to send pictures or things like that, then it's more likely yeah, that it could be something like that. Send me a picture of your. Dick but if they're just exactly yeah. But if it's just people trying to rip people off, money. could be both. Could be both. Could yeah. be could be a, a woman as well. Women are capable of that. Did you yeah. know? Yeah, I do, I do know that. I do know that. I, do you know what? I always have visions of it being a guy because... I've been scammed by women my entire life. That's why I've got no more fucking savings. That's, you know, too many fucking expensive dates with women. <laughs> Did you get something at the end of it? No. Well, you know what? Actually, I posted a funny thing. I was just doing my tax returns for 2017. I was like, you know... Did a little funny post, just going, you know, me, why the fuck am I so broke? And then also me, and it showed like a little bit where I spent like 700 bucks in about three days in restaurants, you know. Um, and I was like, I didn't get, no one put out at the end of them. So I can, I can remember the date, actually. I remember one of the dates. About $400 in this restaurant in Venice, uh, Rose Cafe. And it was a beautiful thing. And the girl was like, it was like a second day. And uh, she was all into me. Didn't get anything. And then, yeah, and then at the end I was like, hey, why don't we have a little... Little nightcap, blah, and she was like, "Oh no, I've got to get up." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So I just took her, walked her to the doorstep, gave her a little kiss. That was it. And then I think, and then I, I found out like through someone else that she she likes the, that particular girl, just hits up guys on apps. So she'll just go, she'll find a guy who seems like he, you know, will take her somewhere nice or do something nice on a Tuesday. And she go, "I just want to have a nice meal tonight. Fuck it." I hit this guy up, you know, come on real strong. Go and have my three hundred, four hundred dollar dinner, and then, and then she doesn't really. Peace out. See you later. Yeah. Do you know I've never done that, like being on apps like that, and I'm wondering, would I be that type of girl? I might be that type of girl, actually. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Because I've. That's the most honest thing I think anyone's ever going to say on this podcast. <laughs> that, like people would never acknowledge that. You go, that's fair. Probably will. And be. is that is that because? Because I could get sex so easily. Sure. And I think because, you know, I've made so many movies, I've had so many guys that are absolutely amazing at sex, you know? Yeah. And then to go out with a regular guy and maybe, like, maybe I don't want sex that night. Maybe I just actually want to have some company. Sure. You know? Like, have a nice time with a guy. But you can have company and uh, split the bill. (laughs) Your face is priceless. (laughs) You're like, why the fuck would I do that? But you know, this is the point. This is the point. It's like, you know what's attractive to me now? And I, I did so much of this kind of dating of cheats. No, but it's true, right? It's like, it's it's that concept. I know it's super roasting. In no, no, I open I, 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 no, no, no. I put a jacket on because I was cold in the vivid This was radio. my plan all along, Tanya. I was like, let's make it as physically hot in here as possible. You, you was just looking at, I was just showing you my Snapchat yeah. before we started, actually. Did indeed. Um, I didn't, uh, can I just hasten to add, I didn't ask 
to see the Snapchat, we were talk. We were discussing uh, the, obviously the Vivid Alt Radio. Uh, the Vivid. It, wait, am I saying it right? Vivid Alt is that Vivid Radio? Just Vivid Radio. Yeah, it's on VividRadio.com and Sirius XM, XM 4, Channel Four One Five. Four One Five. Yes. Um. So, but I was I was saying that it's an interesting concept because when I talk to the viewer, the listener here on a podcast. And when we're talking, obviously I'm talking to you, we're having a conversation, but sometimes I'm addressing directly the people. And like, yeah. I find it difficult to be focused on, the, the, I feel like they're two very different mediums, you know, radio or podcast versus a social media app kind of chatting directly to that. But you do both at the same time. So you'll have your phone out yeah. filming you whilst you're playing with your breasts while you're talking to the microphone going, ooh, I'm playing with my breasts. Like that. <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, it was a perfect example. Proving before. that ladies can multitask. Well, I can. I can definitely multitask. You, you know, I do my Vivid Radio every Tuesday at one o'clock Los Angeles time. If any of them want to li- listen in, and you can actually call in. So oh, really? I, I sit there. So I've got the headphones I on. I might call up one day. Call up as yeah. long as you're sexy. Oh, do it's I have to be, be sexy? Sex- well, no, you don't have to be sexy, but the talk has to be sexy. So you can't. I say, can't find out. Be like, hey, what was going on? <laughs> Watching your Insta story, and I just wanted to say you got beautiful pair of baps. Oh, can no, I do that's that? That's okay. Is that yeah? That. Is that right? As long as I say beautiful baps. Yeah, say beautiful baps. What if I phoned up and just said uh, and just started crying down the phone? I'll just like, cut you off. Probably. I, I really need to talk to someone right now, and oh, I didn't know where to turn. Would that? <laughs> don't I'll be like all the guys that are on the girls that are sitting there listening. They'll all be like, oh, turn off. Turn off. But you could, that, this person could be reaching out. You could be the oh. savior of that person and you just turn them down because they didn't want to talk about boobs and vaginas. I, I would have to say, I'm going to put you on hold and speak to the people there. Okay, there you so go. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, so listen, if I want to help you out. Yeah, if I thought somebody was going to do that, I wouldn't I like literally yeah, yeah. cut them, cut them off. I would try and give them to someone. It's hard. I'm, isn't it? I'm quite a caring person. Of course you are. And but but I but I do nurturing say, now as well. Nurturing, you're a mum. yes, so that's, that's, baby. That adds a different. You can roll your eyes like, ugh, baby. <laughs> no, I love my baby, but I always think, I wonder if people actually are sitting there now. Porn star, porn star. Did she just say baby? And it's why, like, why would that be weird? I, I, I think there's so, quite quite a lot of porn actresses have children oh, later yeah, in life, don't they? Yeah, a lot of them do, but some of them don't tell the fans that they've got a sure. baby. Just, I don't know. But, I mean, my baby's all over my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know, at first I put some pictures of him on my Twitter and then I realised, there's my baby on my Twitter. And then the next minute it's like, it was quite hardcore. DP anal, yeah. Not, yeah, not not DP anal on me, but yeah, that could come up in my feed of somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, that seems quite inappropriate. So I stopped putting pictures of him really fast on Twitter. So now I just put... This I think you're having a location that doesn't necessarily mix in pictures of an infant child with, you know, a fist inside of you. <laughs> it's probably good, right, to, <laughs> to separate those two worlds. Yeah, I, there's never been a, a fist in my anything. So let's just I'm, go that... I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm just I'm <laughs> But yeah, like But yeah, legs, legs spread. Sexual things, stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Although, it, technically, if they can't handle one, they shouldn't be able to have the other. Do you know what I mean? You'd because, be like, listen, something's going in here right now, but here's something that came out of here before. Yeah. I, and I think, for me, I like to separate it as well. You know? And 
the pictures on my Instagram because it's a safe for work. Sure. And I'm quite conservative when it comes to putting pictures up. If sure, you look sure. at my Instagram. Yeah, feed, your Instagram's not crazy overtly sexual. No, I don't like, like put I don't do like the little pasty like the little circles over the nipples. Alright, don't or... judge my material, alright? I, I, I have to get fans any way I can. <laughs> I've seen you I've seen you topless on yours. Shirts <laughs> off every every week. I've got He's a shirt in the, in the gym. Here I am in the gym. Hashtag every fucking day. <laughs> I'm trying to hold myself accountable, you know. I'm trying to I'm trying to get fit, and if I put up those photos, it reminds me. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to deny. Can I see muscles? I'm de- don't. I'm, I'm don't, showing don't, them don't, de- don't deny that it's like oh, I you got you got muscles are great. I've got little pretty muscles, solid, pretty solid. Mine, mine is just from the cardio bar. Oh really? Yeah, not really. I, I think I think keeping fit is important, especially if you're in the adult entertainment industry. Yeah. You gotta like look good. So that's part of the thing. Um, but for me, it's like a, it's also makes me accountable to myself. So I said I was going to get super fit and that was going to go to the gym six days a week. So now I post photos because I'm going, look, I did and I did and I continue doing it. And I tried. Yeah, and don't get me wrong though, I'm not going to ever deny that there's also an element that I get more likes on a photo with my shirt off than I do. I post something about my comedy or about my podcast. Hey, guys, check out the podcast. It's like, oh, fucking yeah. maybe 80 likes, you know. And then I post the topless photo it's like 195 likes. Oh, probably I like, like it sometimes. There you I go. think I click on and I'm like, oh. Thanks, top, appreciate it. Topless picture of Jeff and you I'm like. You know what's a weird knock-on effect? Um, you were talking about fake accounts. Yeah. Since you and I became, you know, sort of new friends and I became friends with, you know, Danny Daniel, uh, Daniel Daniels and Sophie D and, you know, a few other adult actresses. Yeah. It's amazing how now I'm targeted by all of those spam bot accounts and copycat accounts. Uh, all of them reach out all the time or are messaging and stuff. And I think I forwarded a few to, I, I don't know if it was you or to Sophie and I was just like, yo, these are clearly, and she was like, yeah, like hundreds of those. Like just that's, you can't, yeah. you can't delete them Fast and they get reset up, you know. Yeah, they just start them again. It's funny because I had two wrestlers, two wrestlers. WWE. Fake, yeah, reach out to me on a private. This is my private. Well, thank you for oh, being so a it fan. was. It wasn't the real wrestler. Well, I know it's not the real wrestler. Oh no, I was asking. I was asking. No, they. Said, well, I've got their cell numbers, so I just texted them, yeah. and I was like, "Look." You went, "Yo, are you sending?" I was like, "You you're sending them." Stop sending these. me these dick pics. This is yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Brett the Hitman you know, heart was I, like, come no, on! I have had a dick pic sent to me. Oh, God, what's his name? I'll, it'll come back to me. What, a wrestler? Yeah, an old school. NWL. Hulk Hogan. No, not him. <laughs> I'm a, Michael. I feel like Hulk Hogan is the kind of guy who would send, just casually send out dick pics. Yeah. No. Check it out, brother! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, it was, I, I think it was Michael... I don't even. Do you know get upset brain. when people send you dick pics? Un, un, unsolicited just, dick pics. It's just boring and stupid. Yeah. And pathetic and if it, okay, so I get it from fans. But the good thing about like Instagram DM is that the picture's always hidden. Sure. So you never see it. But if you kind of like, if you want to just think, oh, what are they sending me? You can click it a little bit, and it'll kind of hazy. And you'll see a shape of a dick, and sure, I'm just like, right. yeah, well, I already knew that anyway. Yeah. And so. Um, but so, in your business as well, there's a toss-up between, you know, you do what what your business is certainly presenting is you as a sexual uh, icon to be admired, to be yeah. a, a, you know adored. So 
part of that mentality for a man is very physical and very simplistic, very animalistic. It's like, hey, look, I watched oh your videos dick. and I just want to show you that my dick is real hard for you, blah, 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 blah. But females don't even, like, number but one, here's a deal. dick No one wants to see a dick look nice. No, 100%, I'm with you. I, I, in fact, well, actually, I disagree. I think a penis can look great. You, but you have to want to. You have to desire the person it's attached to for it to look okay. nice to a woman. Does that make sense? Yeah, so because this is what I say to them. Your fella, I'm sure you think his cock is beautiful, and you love seeing his cock. Do you know what I mean? It's like a thing of like, yeah, cool. This is someone who I'm into. But if if a, a stranger, if you didn't know him and he just sent you a picture of that dick, you'd be like, why do I want to see this? Yeah, but no, if you see it is, attached to the person you love, this is what I say to the fans, right? Because a lot of guys do want to send me the dick, and I I don't like just getting unsolicited dick pics because I'm like. What the fuck you say, dude? listen, what I want is I want the real thing, cut it off, freeze it, <laughs> vacuum pack it, and send it to me. Here's a P.O. box oh, There was some guy that did that in Germany, wasn't there? He, not he, to you. Not to me. No, he put an ad for it. It's a true story. He put an advertisement. To be up, eaten or something, To be right? eaten, and yeah. some guy turned up, and he, he, ate, ate, his, his he ate his cock, yeah. and obviously he died. I watched a play on that. They made it into a play. Well. They made it into a play. Yeah, I know. I but that was a hit. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize that that's what it was. It was a guy that um, directs a lot of Hamahara. So right, I just okay. went because I, you know, like Hamahara. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't know what it was, and I got there, and I was like, Oh, I know what story this is. Yeah. And because I read a lot of like. I, I, weird blogs apparently <laughs> weird blogs or books I, if I was to choose a book I like to do a lot of reading actually yeah. if I like to choose a book I like to read thrillers or like murder stuff okay Like so the so, concept of a man chopping off his own penis to send someone that's kind of that's on the hit list I probably read that I know it, it yeah. was based on the story and I thought oh I already know it's a fascinating story. fucking story how does someone get to a point in their life where they go you know what I really need to feel fulfilled <laughs> I need someone to fulfill their bellies with a piece of my fucking body. That's just like so weird. It's crazy. It's so crazy. So going back to the dick pics, this is this is what I want. I, I want to have a conversation. I want to get to know someone. You want to get you know, to know the dick before, it, the, before you meet the yeah, dick. Yeah, so I do a lot of texting with my fans because okay. a lot of fans do. They want to get more intimate with you. And sure. I think it's kind of hot, you know. Yeah. Um, so the guys, they all text me backwards and forwards. And, and at some point, if I'm getting, if the conversation's going like nice and horny and stuff like that, then I'll be like, yeah, I want to see your dick. I want to see how turned on you are, and that is the time to send a yeah, woman. Yeah, when you're a giving, dick pic. when you're giving consent. Yes. Here's my thing: I never send dick pics to a woman. Um, I've definitely sent loads of photos of myself naked to various girls that I was dating or intimate with, but I always include my face and my body in the photo. So they know it's you. <laughs> not just so they know it's me, but also it's not. It's more than that. I don't like getting from a woman. Um, sent a photo of her breasts or her vagina like just being sent a photo see, of a body part doesn't turn me on yeah. I want to know the person I want to be turned on the sexiest thing that a person can do is look into your eyes when you're fucking right like when you're yeah. fucking you look that's very yeah. it's sexy it makes you feel connected you feel some empathy some understandings a, a deeper level of connection um, and it's the same with photos for me. Like, to be a voyeur is not to stare at someone's vagina. I would never just stare at a woman's vagina and be like, yeah, that's delicious. I would step back and look at the woman, right? Yeah. Like, Pretty when sure I used it. to look at the magazines, the women magazines, if it was a woman and she was spread out, I would, like, be looking at her hair, looking at her She'd face. She'd be looking over her shoulder at you, though, wouldn't she? Yeah, like, her eyes would be staring straight It would be, like, you. you would look at the face because I, I have to, like, look at a woman's face. Does she, it, does, does she look attractive sure. to me? Sure, Then I'll look at the body. 
know? Well, it says on your Wikipedia that you're bi-curious. So you've always liked ladies. Yeah. Always had a bit of a thing. It's easy to appreciate ladies though, isn't it? Because they're I, a bit I, more physically... Ladies' bodies are very sexy. They're very nice. Yeah, they are very nice. I think guys' bodies... she can be a bit fat and still be really sexy. Like she can have Jacques. those curves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it? That's fucking bullshit. If we want equality for both genders, right? Which I do, and I'm assuming you do yeah. too. Like, we've got to change that. We've got to change that first of all. A, a guy's, like, out of shape, a little bit out of shape and a little podgy. He's, he's like, well, he's got a dad body. He's out of shape. He's a bit podgy. He's fucking let himself go. A woman does that. He's, look at her curves. Isn't she gorgeous? Look at her curves. Oh, mm, God. She's got such she's got such voluptuous hips. Oh, it's like, no, that bitch, she's fucking fat. She's done too much eating and not well, enough running. I don't mind some curves. If you're asking me what I find attractive, I'm... I'm oh, no, I'm, I'm asking about how are we going to fix gender inequality in 2018? If we don't rectify it, who the fuck will, Tanya? You'll have to get on it, Jeff. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to leave no. this to you. <laughs> no, this is, a, this is now a full-time job. We're sitting here until we've worked it out, until we've corrected all the ailments that the world has. See, with a woman, you can put a basque on or a corset and you can just kind of suck it in and stuff Pull like in the that. bits you don't want to see, yes. push them out somewhere else. So then else. the boobs will come out, you know, and like guys like big asses, so that's okay. So you Depends. Can push... I don't know. I'm a, I, this is a newer thing, I'm, I think. I mean, I, I don't have the big ass. Big that... bum is a new thing now, isn't it? I, I think so. But I mean, I'm never going to have Kardashians. It. I think the Kardashians were responsible for it. Yeah. Big bums came in about five to 10 years ago people were like oh now you have to have a big 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 bum that's what guys want but I don't think that's true I like an athletic woman I'm athletic I, I was joking I always say because I'm Caucasian I'm white I, and you know a lot of like what I, no speaking the truth right so you know like a lot of it used to be like we'd call it like the Brazilian butt you a know, Brazilian butt, like a bubble butt, like a bubble butt. So I but always, it was strong though. It was worked out as well. Like yeah, it wasn't just yeah. it wasn't just curvy. It was like muscular it was as well. Hard. Yeah. So I always used to joke and be like, you know, people like the fans. I'd be like, I've got a white woman's ass, which okay. is like straight down. Oh, and like you, pancakes, straight full, like two little pancakes hanging down. Well, they don't really hang down like pancakes. <laughs> well, then it's yet, not like that's a white woman ass. That's like oh, Becky. Like yeah, if your name is Becky and you love pumpkin spice lattes, then you have to wear those little cut off denim shorts. And your ass cheeks should look like they're melting down the back of the top of your thighs. That's that's a oh white God. woman bum. I don't think I've got quite a white woman's ass then. There you go. If that's the true description then. I mean, I that's failed. what when I think white chick bum, I'm thinking like I'm I, thinking two egg whites. Hold on, I'm just I'm just gonna turn of... round a minute. I've got leggings on. I'm gonna turn round. I'm not gonna pull them down, but I can if you want. But no, you haven't. You got a pert bum. You got your you got you got some perkiness. You got some pertness. Going on there, you've you've done your squats. Okay, yeah, I have done some squats, but that but... wouldn't be a white woman bum. That oh, would be okay, like a, that would be. You, there's a little more going on there. Maybe I've got half a Brazilian bum. Half then? half a Latin, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll you've take got that. a lat bum. It's <laughs> half lat. It's not quite Latin, but it's like lat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You just gotta. But this is my point: is like just looking after yourselves. Women can do very little physicality of looking after themselves and still be very desirable. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be a man. What was it a friend said recently? I want to read this out actually because a guy said, made this, uh, told me this quote. Um, a friend of a friend. So it was, uh, I think it might have been, fuck, I can't remember now. Let's have a look. It's definitely in my notes. Uh, and it was about the difference between what men and women want because we were talking about dating. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Um, oh, it was John. Oh, wow. So it was a gay man, he told me. But he said this. He said that, I uh, know oh, it wasn't a gay man. It was a straight man. Sorry. Okay. It's my buddy from England. Um, men find it almost impossible to dilute or downgrade their sexual experience, 
whereas women find it impossible to downgrade their, downgrade their lifestyle experience. And this is when we're talking with re, re, relation to how men and women date, how they, you know, uh, look for, what they look for in a partner. So for men, it's very much we're very focused on the sexual element, whereas women potentially a little bit more focused on the ex, the life experiential um, elements of what a relationship brings. So if a guy is wealthy and can has maybe he's an incredible singer, he plays guitar, he does something that impresses you, and he also can provide a good life. If he's a fucking LA five, a lot of women will be like, I mean that's all right, I don't mind. Looks gonna fade, he's gonna look after me, I'm gonna have a good life, blah 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 blah. Whereas if you say to a guy like this chick has got no money, blah blah blah, but she's fucking banging hot will be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that yeah, that cool. to me just screams that you think with your 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 brains between your legs. I mean, and I'm for just a long like, minute it is, right? <laughs> Do you not think that? I mean, yeah, I it, did think that, but I just thought that was just me thinking that. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I think that's true. I'm not saying we're not capable, men are not capable of being, you know, uh, I certainly don't think, you know. Not given, all men. Let's look at like current climate. I don't think that all men are horrendous perverts and sexual assaulters and blah, blah. I think the majority of men are still good people yeah. developed enough in their minds to not do bad things to women but there's a lot of guys you know, we are very like driven this is what I'm saying if a woman doesn't even have to be like incredibly smoking hot but she can use her sexual she can use the sexual power she has just by being female yeah to completely control a man whereas <laughs> I can't do that like there's no like I can't be I, I'm, I'm clearly not so smoking hot. I'm like, you know, Vogue magazine fucking male model. If I was, if I had rippling abs and if I was, you know, 10 years younger and I had like one of those really pretty faces, maybe then I would be able to do the same thing. Maybe I would be able to get by get in life. A, sh- a sugar woman or but like, something, you know. Men have to, you have to be good at some other shit. You have to earn. You have to do that. You have to. Otherwise, you will but never the- fucking meet a decent woman. You will never get a relationship. You will never... Um, be able to exist. I, I think in this world it's quite hard, you know, for for guys to have relationships. You know, I did a um, a documentary. It was for Channel Four in the UK. Okay. It was called Date My Porn Star. Okay. So what they did, they brought three fans to um, LA. They flew out to LA. Yeah. So, so my yes. So my guy Jonathan, he was in a wheelchair. He was a really sweet guy, actually. Um, he was a pre-existing fan of yours then yes okay. yeah and he come across and he said he sat down we were having like and they a went meal. he's in a wheelchair we should get him let's get there's a diversification I, I let's put the wheelchair bloke I didn't choose they um, no I know that but that's what the producers would have done they oh, would have right, gone, okay, would have gone yeah, yeah let, well get, get the guy in the wheelchair Right. That would be more shocking. <gasps> oh no, he's in a wheelchair. How will she react? You know what I mean? Whereas I'm sure you didn't give a solitary fuck. I didn't care. The only difference that it made is they asked me what did I want to do and I said oh, we could Foot go job. No, he said, <laughs> he said oh, we could go like skating up and down Santa Monica Boulevard. Feet. I want those cold, lifeless feet rubbing up and down on my body. Stop. <laughs> he said he was in a wheelchair and I went, Oh, okay, well let's not do the skating. But then again, I did have visions of me pushing his wheelchair. Around and the me ice skating. skating rink. Like, you know, the way they do it up and down. Yeah, Santa you could have Monica strapped Boulevard. some skis to it. Like a couple of skis to the bottom of it and just pushed him around a couple of times. Oh, God. I've he got was... a mate who's there. One of, my, one of my biggest fans back in the UK is in a wheelchair. He's got cerebral palsy. He'd be yeah. amazing in bed. Amazing. You imagine, he's like a fucking, he's like a dildo turned on the whole time. It's like a vibrator turned on. Yeah, I don't nice. It's a joke. Hey, this is a comic. I'm just like, you're sitting here, you're ready to agree, and I'm like, no, stop. 
joke. It's a joke. It's just a joke. You're a com- um, you're a comedian, and I'm going. He's also true. <gasps> check him out. His name is his name is Spackbox on on Instagram. Is and, that and true? And he has is a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. He makes he makes videos on YouTube. He's a very funny guy. Do you know he what? Comes he might. Do you know people that um don't? Okay, I'm not talking about people in wheelchairs. Sure. I'm just talking to people in general that may not be able to do things in bed. You know, that might not be able to like. Not very good at fucking you, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they make up for it in other ways. Yeah. Because they it's... get really good at stand-up comedy, start podcasts, <laughs> that Is kind that of you? thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking like I'm like a, I'm a pump pussy, and done guy. Pussy licking and all that. A lot of guys put a lot of attention in you, and I, I, I found this. You're like, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Isn't that isn't that advice that every young man should be given? Especially like, I mean, look, we're trying to re-educate young men about sex. I want to talk about porn. And how, what kind of effect that's had on how younger generations view sex now? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do that in a sec. But the, the other thing I was gonna, on the point you're on right now, I was always taught, and maybe it's because I had an older sister. Not that she fucking showed me how to do this, you scumbag, fucking listener, piece of shit. I've seen what's they'll the top thinking, search. They'll oh, be no. thinking that I've I've Porn made her. movies. I've Porn made. Her. Of course I've you made... have. Stepmum, fucking. No, no, mine was not stepmum. It was mum. Mine was mum mum. No. Mine was. Look it up, Tanya Tate. <laughs> family family affair oh okay there's family. a whole that, that's a whole network yeah of there was a whole incest uh, porn right yeah and it was the mum and it was either the mum and the auntie and the daughter or the mum and the two daughters yeah and we all have sex together yeah and I remember I got Julia around in one of the scenes and we started the scene and I said okay I'm directing it I'm in the scene you've got to say like mum or auntie Julia or whatever it was and she just looked at me and she went no this is you know it's, you got to say like step I went no I told you it's real and she went I thought you just meant step I went no and she was all freaked out and I went okay you don't say anything we'll just do all the talking when yeah, it comes I'm to just going to sit on your face and just call you my daughter while I'm doing it yeah, come <laughs> on Auntie Julia just yeah. get it on but it, it's why like, is that it's such an American thing Pornhub in the, in the, in the US it, it, which you know I, I watch pornography I enjoy jacking off it's a good thing to release tension and relax and when I look at the the main homepage, I know it shows what I've searched. It will show suggestions based on my search. So a lot of that might be whatever Latin girls and things like that. I got personal taste that I'm into. Yeah. But then um, the top it was like show most searched in the US, and ninety percent of it is mum, auntie, stepmom, stepsister. The American like jerk off public are obsessed. Why are they so obsessed with fucking I, their family members? I do not know. And I used to do a lot of movies where it was like the stepmom and the, you know, the stepson, yeah. bloody bloody blah, blah, or, you know, son's best Good friend. Good old-fashioned you know, son's best porn. friend. <laughs> and, all, you know, it was always like the mom and everything. But then the fans were asking, you know, well, why does it have to be step? So the company said to me, are you going to direct a line for us? Do you want to do this? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I don't care. It do it, it doesn't phase me one little bit. I mean, bit. it's acting. Isn't it? it's you're playing acting. a role. Yeah, it's acting like if you're in a mainstream movie and you're playing a serial killer, yeah. and you're going around murdering people, it doesn't mean. If you're in Alabama, that's just called a normal Tuesday night. Oh God! <laughs> Fucking he's, a cousin or two, you know. That's how they do like, it. Oh my God! People in Alabama now are going to be like, "No, Jeff, no." It's hard, isn't it? Because look, we. This is this. I'm a comic. And we have to make jokes. We, whenever I say things, I'm making jokes. You know, talking about a, a guy with cerebral palsy shaking so much that it would be like an added bonus in the bedroom is clearly a joke. The people that I know that have cerebral palsy wouldn't find... They go, yeah, it's a joke. I get that's a joke. I've always... We, we, we're so tiptoe now. We have to tiptoe around 
banter. And I think Brits, we were so, we're so good at making jokes and understanding that it's just humour and yeah. not taking everything so personally. But the world now has become very, um, very, uh, I don't know, people want PC. everywhere to be a safe... PC. Do you yeah, know, PC, very offended. Do you know when I was like younger, I'm from Liverpool. Hypersensitive, maybe that's yeah. the words I'm looking for, yeah. I'm from Liverpool, so you, you, like, you say the jokes, you know, what's a scouted in a suit? Oh, uh, on trial. The yeah, accused. Or, uh, the accused. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like them kind of jokes. And but, I mean, like, that's pretty true, though, isn't it? Like, people from Liverpool are so utter scumbags. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay. But and it's realize... a joke. He's got his wallet locked away. I was going to so say, you have, you, have, you have noticed I put away everything of value in my apartment. It's He's like... so bad. That is, so that's like the typical Liverpool joke. Yeah. What you do, or it's like the Irishman, the Englishman. Hide your jewellery. Hide your jewellery. <laughs> the yeah. Englishman, the Irishman, the Scottishman, you know, they all walk into a bar. And there was always them jokes, wasn't there? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, and it was always the Irish man that sounded like what happened like... to the beautiful innocence of a little mild xenophobia <laughs> what, what happened to that it's like they were the jokes that I was like brought up on yeah now and it's like... an Englishman and Irishman and a Scotsman walk into a safe place and nothing happens because it wouldn't be right if anything ever happened between them the end the end it's not as funny That's, is it it's not a joke it's not as funny is it <laughs> it's like they've all gone is this why porn stars and uh, comics overlap so much because there seems to be a lot of overlap in those two worlds yeah. not not saying that there's comics doing porn or but there's a lot of porn actresses appearing on comedy podcasts they I, I feel like it's because we're it's almost like how as soon as you work in any kind of nightlife industry whether it's dancing in a strip club being a bouncer working behind a bar running club nights DJing Whatever it is, all those people know each other because they they live outside of normal life. You know, it's like, all right, well, we know what happens at four in the morning when the doors get locked to the club. That's when we all sit down, have a few lines off the bar, and have some drinks or play some cheers. I used or... to work in a bar, so, so you know what I'm saying. That's exactly what happens, right? It's that kind of stuff. And anyone outside of that world won't understand it. And I feel like porn actors and actresses and comics are kind of the last bastion. We're the last bastion of pushing boundaries of what's acceptable and what what should be what can hold us back from being too offended by everything you can't be offended if you've you know you you can't go oh god i'm desperately offended by dick pics you're not offended by them it's annoying you probably it's rather an, not see annoying. unwanted ones it's annoying and i'd rather them text them to me text tanyatate.com because there you go because yeah, then you can make like two dollars fifty on every text right <laughs> Text him to her. Just be... fill in the inbox. Just there text them all to me. And, fill up her and, inbox And that right is now, where boys. I like to comment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you want interaction. And I think a lot of that is not having enough time. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. everyone's like DMing me, I just, I'll, I'll, in Instagram, I'll bulk delete them all. Yeah. And I'm just like, click delete all. Yeah. You but should it, start making art of it. You know, like Danny Daniel, she makes art pieces of art. And I've seen some of her stuff. You know the one we did the the episode of she did Dinner Beatles, with Danny. She did the Beatles, Beatles. Mon- like the, the the thing behind and it was incredible. Really high like I was shocked and impressed by how good it was. And um uh, by the way, I'm talking about uh there's a show right now on Amazon Prime. You can get it called Dinner with Danny, which is how Tanya and I most recently met. Um, and it has Danny Daniels and some of her uh, porn star friends like style, like, like Tanya. Sophie D. Um, Sophie D, yeah. Um, and, and the other girl I changed Ray, name. Ray, Lynn, Ray Joy Cat, yeah. Yeah, but she used to be Skin Diamond. She used to be That's Skin Diamond, yeah. She's a musician now, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and myself. And, and anyway, it's a very funny episode. You should make sure you watch all of that and support our friends. But, um, but yeah, there's 
I don't know. I think I feel like we we push we push boundaries that people don't aren't are terrified to push anymore. I don't really think that you know being in having cerebral palsy and being in a wheelchair and shaking is going to make you a better lover. But it's a funny concept. That's a funny concept, and I guarantee that my buddy Spackbox, check him out on YouTube and Instagram. Um, if he if he was and look, he calls himself Spackbox. He literally calls himself Spackbox. He's from he's from Brighton. So he's British, and if you say "spack" in England, that means like you're saying the word "spastic." It's like I mean, a, it's a slang for saying the word "spastic," which is definitely not a PC Very term. Not PC, that was ruled out years. But ago, his whole shtick is like going, "Man, I know, I know, what I am. If you don't, if you don't acknowledge that I'm in a wheelchair, you're being fucking weird." Like <laughs> you know. He sounds like a cool kind of He's guy. He's very fucking cool, yeah. Do you yeah. know what? Sometimes I just wish that you could just say what you wanted and say all your jokes and just laugh and, like, no one, like, thinks anything of you. But, I, you know, I've got a f- private, like, Facebook and I go on and, like, my brother will post, like, quite, like, like bad pictures. Racist, racist memes. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily know if the racist... Brexit stuff. A lot of Brexit, Brexit stuff on there. Brexit stuff. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> the, 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 like the pillar box, you know. Oh, the burqa the pillar box. Yes, pillar yes. Box. And, he'll, and he'll post all stuff. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I go on it. Not necessarily that one, but, like, some of the stuff he posts up. And I think, oh, actually, that's quite funny. Yeah. But then I'm not allowed to, to laugh. No, because then you'd be a racist. Because then I'd be... Or you'd be a xenophobe. Or, or, or you'd be a was, homophobe or whatever. Whatever it was that I was laughing at. But it, it's like... Sometimes things are funny, but you can't think or you can't say. You know what it is? It's got to be the intention behind the joke. So that's what I think people forget when, they, when they're looking at comedy or even when they're looking at pornography, when they're judging the, the intention behind an adult video is to provide release to people who can't necessarily get that kind of experience in their own in their own life. It's not there to offend or to corrupt young minds. There's it's to give that guy or that girl who is going to look for something sexual anyway an outlet to enjoy it. So it has I mean it's the oldest profession in the world anyway, like you know fucking for money is the oldest profession in the world. The idea that it's still not legalized around the globe is crazy to me, you know. <laughs> the oldest it, thing. Yeah, it's well, it is it's the oldest yeah, profession in the world. Is. And um and then the other, and maybe that's where comics and porn actors and actresses overlap as well, is that telling stories and making people laugh, being good at storytelling is, again, one of the oldest things known to humankind, you know? From the old cavemen putting pictures on the walls and telling, you know, talking about how they hunted a fucking whatever, a woolly mammoth or whatever it was, to now, you know, me ponting around on the stage in skinny jeans going, hello, let me tell jokes about Kavanaugh, you know? It's like, it's weird though, isn't it? Um, but there's been like like the Avian Awards, and you know they normally get a comic to host on the Avian sure. Awards, and we're all sitting there, and like this, you know, the saying stuff, and it's all sexual stuff, and you and the, you're laughing and laughing, and then at some point you're like, oh, did they just say that? Went a bit and much, you're like, yeah. am I supposed to laugh? Can yeah. I laugh behind my hand? See, that's such a that's such it's, a... it's like you like. It was funny. Yeah. It was funny for God's sake. But like you're like, who's looking at me? Can I laugh at that yeah, joke? Yeah, because yeah. they've just said it on the stage in front of everyone. But and if you I laugh, laugh, am I then associated with a bad idea? Here's yeah. the thing, like, look, when people put for instance, you know, you're talking about the memes and stuff that maybe people back home post on Facebook. I got people like that as well. I got I got a lot of um I would like to think the majority of my friends are very progressive people, very accepting of all cultures and races and sexualities yeah. and blah blah. But I also know there's some people that I'm friends with, for instance, I ride motorcycles with a whole load of guys back home. And there's a few guys in that club who are definitely pretty fucking, you know, pro-Brexit, you know, anti-immigration. I mean, no, I'm going to say it. 
there's definitely some guys there who are a bit fucking racist, a bit homophobic, old school, you know, out of touch, blah, 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 not very progressive individuals. Now, when I see their stuff, I don't like it or laugh it or share it because it's not my particular, you know, it doesn't. And the reason I don't do that is because of how, what it means. The intention yeah. behind those jokes are to mock or hurt a particular group. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. You know, Roy Chubby Brown getting on stage and going, oh, fucking faggots and blah, 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 and all these fucking puffs and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't make me laugh. You know, his, I get why people can laugh at it, but it's not... The intention behind it is to hurt someone. Whereas okay. when I'm making a joke about a guy in a wheelchair vibrating at such a speed, you know, because of the affliction that he has, that actually that would be a bonus for him. I'm sort of trying to find a positive out of what is clearly a very undesired situation for a guy. You know, no one wants to be in a wheelchair with cerebral palsy, I'm sure. I'm sure my friend would like to give that out. But he makes jokes about him, his situation to take himself out of the negative side of what that situation is and to make jokes about it. And that's what I do. So comedy can help it's healing, it's like, healing, yeah. You know, it's and healing porn's and, healing too, I think. Yeah, I think so. The the thing that you've got to remember about porn is that it's not real. You know, it's like when they when they brought the fan over for date my porn star. It we literally what they were trying to the the point of the um, series or the episode was. Um, we're not all like that on ca- you know off camera. Sure. We're all regular. Wait, you mean people. you don't? Constantly running around, just sucking dicks left, right, and centre. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're waiting outside in <laughs> yeah. the car for me. I'm Wake up be in out. the morning. Yeah. There you go. Have a little breakfast, nice little scramble, and you know, a little bit nice of spinach. Bit Feed of... the baby. Make sure the baby's looked after. Blah blah blah. Tuck her in for a little nap, and then you just walk out the door and just start furiously sucking dicks. Just randoms in the ah, street. Just give them to me. <laughs> I'm hungry for more dick. There you go. Come on. Isn't that how it works for all porn actresses? Yeah. Of course yeah, it's not. Yeah. So it was like making a point, you know, what you see on the camera, that is, that it is real, but it's also acting. You know, I am really getting banged and I am really enjoying myself. Sure, sure, but sure. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to like... It's a job. It's You know, I'm not walking into like, I don't know, some grocery store and like pulling the guy out with his cock and sure, sure. sticking it up my pussy, you know, in the toilets or whatever, whatever it is. You know, yeah. it can happen, but <laughs> but does it happen? Probably not. And is it going to happen to most people that are watching that porn? Probably not. I've had a lot of sex in weird locations over the course of my life. But here's what bothers me about modern um, pornography versus, and there's some that does definitely uh, cater to my taste. I, I like to see a more sensual, real experience. Yeah. So I like I like a lot of nubile films. They okay, they yeah. seem to the, the actors in those scenes seem to actually really be into it more rom- the, the rom- more, sensual. more romantic type of not even like couples like, they call it couples themes sure I mean it's, it could be porn. romantic could be the the adjective I think it's more just like intimate there's intimacy yeah. in how they are with each other yeah. and the women look like they're really actually enjoying yeah. the scene they're really enjoying the sex and the men seem to be as well it's there's there's depth to it yeah. Um, but so much of pornography now is so formulaic and I, it really scares me what that does to a younger generation and not because sex is damaging and porn is damaging anyway but it's very much like alright chick comes in and normally the man is very dominant and the woman has to be submissive she's a schoolgirl or she's a teacher who's going to get fucked by the bad guy in class or she it's always the woman's always there's always an element of oh, I wasn't expecting this. In and I wasn't your point, 100%. it is, but don't forget, you're talking to me, who is a very dominant type of person. Sure, sure, sure. Who's a, who's the milf, and a lot of my scenes. Oh no, that I'm I just saying what cast... I see. This oh, is what okay. I see. 
This is what when I'm you go to the when, main I, when I when I do it, I'm nearly always the one in control. Okay. So this is go on, carry well, on. No, 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 you can correct me because maybe I'm wrong. I feel like ninety percent of pornography now is male dominant. Women get on your knees. She sucks his dick for a couple of it minutes. Is, do you know yeah. what I mean? Blah blah blah. He grabs the back of the hand, makes a choke on it a little bit. So a little bit of tears. Very then evil it's, angel. He goes type. down on the girl for a split fucking second. And he's like back up again. And then he gets up. Then he starts fucking a mystery. Then she climbs on top. Then he fucks her from behind. Then he comes on her face, and she goes, mm, "I love it." And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> people think sex like is like. That. Which is not it. First of all, why on earth? Why on earth would any woman want? A face full of jizz is beyond me. That's not true. No woman is I, that I excited. have to say, right, okay, so the, so you go to your scene and then they'd be like, you're getting towards the end of the scene and you're like, you, you want to know where are they going to come. So yeah. it's like, you know, sometimes... <clears throat> do you actually have a, like a pause, like time out, babe, where do you want to come? Do you actually ask Normally that, it's the director and at some point he throws it in where the guy's going to come. Okay, you go, and, okay, so when you finish, Steve... If you can do it on a breast and a little bit on the face. Yeah, and, yeah, that's normally what they do. And so you just go like, all right. If it's something, spe- like, if they want to come on your breast or your mouth, that was, you would just have to take it. But if it was like a cream pie, they'd have to ask in advance, sure. for example. Or, you know, if it's like... I would assume all women are on the pill in porn. Or- I took contraception, but um, not every woman takes con- uses contraception. I don't even know how people would do How's that. that fu- that's fucking mental. I don't know. I had a friend and she was like, I've never been pregnant. And I was, and then she went, I've not been on contraception for years. And I went, you did all those movies? She went, oh, they just didn't come inside me. And I was like, oh my God. That's a bit of a lack of education Oh my there. God. How do you not know? I was like, you know because, no, because, because, because the point that she was trying to say is that porn guys, because they come all the time, they can control the cum and it doesn't dribble out and it, it doesn't just be leak. A little and bit I was thinking, you can get pregnant from a thinking, tiny bit of pre-cum. You I've know? seen pre-cumming guys. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, maybe I'm not the educated one here, but I, but I thought, I know how you get pregnant and it's sticking a cock in and doesn't matter whether it's a drop or a law. Yeah. It's still, you can get pregnant from I literally, when I come, it's just one solo sperm. And I hit the mark every single time. I've got many women pregnant because my... Have you got many kids then or did they all get... Tons. I don't know where they are. I'm hoping when I hit... Are you serious or... I'm looking at at your face now. So I'm hoping by the time I hit 40, a lot of them will come out the woodwork and I'll have like a little army. I'm going to be like Fagin from Oliver Twist. And, uh, you better not have a good job because you'll be, <laughs> you'll it's be, be skinned. Boom, boom, boom at the door. I'm going to be like, what's going on? It's going to be a little artful dodgy looking kid sat outside. Like, Hello, mister. I think you're my dad. And there'll be like 12 other kids behind him. And like, come in, children. We need some food. Yeah. That's all right. I feed them. Big, big pot of chili con carne. I knock out for them. Send them out to go and rob. You know, it's going to be great. No, I don't have any children, thank goodness, yet. I would like children, but would not. You, yeah. yeah. How about you? What's been the process of um, becoming a mum? How has that changed your outlook on the world? Um, if it, first of all, it had to be the right time for me, sure. you know, because years ago I was so focused on doing things and enjoying myself and a career and being sure. in the porn industry. And then at some point it's like, you know what, I, I do want a family now. So it's, it's kind of like taking the step back and suddenly like, you know you're ready for it. And then for me, it took four years. Wow, like, okay. It, and there was well, a lot tra- of... you were trying? Trying okay, for no. four years. There was a lot, a lot of um, issues. And in the end, um, 
basically the lowered my immune system with really hardcore drugs. I was okay. taking Humira and plasma infusions. What are these like hormone things to, to help pregnancy or? Hormones as well, yeah. But this was something in addition. This was really hardcore drugs to lower your immune system. Why? Because every time they put the IVF, every time we did the IVF and they put something in my body, sure. my body would attack it. Oh, okay. So you had to lower your immune system to allow the IVF treatment to actually work. Yes. Which in turn probably made you feel like utter dog shit all the time. It, it was pretty hard. Yeah, it, yeah. And it, it wasn't a very easy time. And it was very emotional. It's like sure. a roller coaster, and yeah. you you go through a lot. So then, four years. Suddenly and were you still pregnant. making content then as well? Still making your own content? Or? Um, I I when I once I started thinking I'm gonna I want to be a mom. I only did girl girl scenes. Sure. Um, and then I was doing the girl girl scenes. Um, but then once I knew I was going to go back in for the IVF, I stopped doing the girl girl scenes. And then when, obviously when I felt pregnant, so I haven't done any girl girl scenes since. Yeah. Um, come the other side and, you know, I had the baby. Um, I still do like a lot of the candid stuff. So we yeah. do the Snapchat. Um, I was more, sorry, what I was, I was asking there and I think I was leading towards is that, you know, you clearly during that period when you have this low immune system and you're taking hormones to help with the pregnancy, etc., or to get pregnant. Um, and like you say, huge amount of emotional, that's an emotional roller coaster. And then, yeah, if your day-to-day job is still going, being, hey, I'm super desirable and sexy and yeah. God, I'm having a great time. It's like wearing a mask. That I think is, again, a crossover between comics and porn actresses because it's like me waking up with depression, which I have, and having a really bad day, and then having to go and make a room full of strangers laugh that night. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. have to sort of keep up the... Keep up uh, the pretense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I hard. think, it, yeah, it can be quite hard. Um, but at the same time, you know, you just... You know, if I was going on and talking to the fans or doing something, you know, I would... I still did my radio show every single week. Yeah. That, that didn't change. So to just go on... And were you honest about where you were at? Or... Did, or no, I didn't you kept tell that. people. You kept that off. Yeah, I didn't yeah. tell people. And I didn't really like a couple of the close fans that really know me, they knew I had some health issues. Sure. And they knew, you know, there was a lot of immune system things going on and I had issues but they didn't quite know what it was. Sure. You know? Um and I didn't I didn't want to broadcast it because pregnancy is an emotional thing to then be pregnant and then stop being pregnant. That's really hard. Like, for example, I'm going to use this in the, as an example. Sure. Tegan Presley, beautiful girl, love, lovely girl. She recently got married. She got pregnant. She's got a big belly and everything's going really great. And, you know, I saw her and I was like, oh, you know, congratulations. You know, I'm yeah, posting yeah, yeah. it online. Something happened. I don't know whether it was a car accident or something. She didn't, I, I couldn't quite understand. She just said the vessel that she was in, the something made her pregnancy end. And so she lost the baby. And I thought, oh my God, that's so traumatic. Poor woman. Yeah. You know, and she was, she must have been heartbroken, you know. And then some douchebag fans go on and straight away, are you going to make another baby? I'm like... Really, this yeah, they've poor got no, woman no empathy, though. has just lost a baby. She must have been at least six months pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how far gone she was, but she would have felt that baby I think kick in. Any, even, even if you're a couple of months in, you're already aware that yeah, something's living and, inside and of any, you. Yeah, any time. But it, to, <clears throat> to go so far, yeah, like really sticking out, and then the fans are like, oh, are you going to make another baby? When are you going to have another baby? And I'm yeah. like, it doesn't work like that. 
and it's sometimes they just don't they don't know like they're uneducated and sure. it's like you can't say or that just to assholes women. also some people are just assholes yeah they are assholes they don't have it's, well. it's like you know there's no empathy if you're not being the thing that you're expected to be i i, I i'm struggling with this myself in day-to-day life i like sharing look the topless photos coming out the gym feeling good about myself yeah put a little bit of you know come on guys whatever you want to do today get out and fucking do it do you know what i mean i'm trying yeah. not to be inspirational but i try and pass on the feeling of just get on with it positivity however i also want to share the low parts of my life because i think that that's that's the honest stuff that i hope yeah. an audience can really take away but it's hard because people profess to want that but then also they really want you to just be the thing that you are right so for you just be a sexy yeah just be a sexy beautiful porn actress who is always thinking about fucking and is always being yeah. dirty and blah just be that please yeah. don't be a mum please don't be a person please don't tell me you have emotions please don't tell me you have do you know what I mean I don't yeah. want to know that shit and it's the same with me be funny every day put up funny videos for me podcasts funny videos where's your funny stay, video for today and like, why, why aren't you making me laugh exactly. today exactly yeah exactly and people like, are very fucking fickle yeah and I'm like if they said that to you it's like oh, well are you paying me to be funny today yeah, exactly. no so then don't send me do, a dick don't, don't demand get at me don't, de- don't demand something for free yeah you yeah. know yeah. it's like you give them stuff all the time like we like to give you know we've both got like people that like to watch us and I like to give you I'm know I'm glad you said that patreon.com forward slash savage snowflake uh, if you want to donate to the podcast yeah see just <laughs> throw it in I know people are kind you know and I have got a lot of kind fans but the, but you ever are... made real friendships with any people who started out as fans I've got certain fans that I would say I I don't like we don't meet up for coffee sure, and stuff sure. like that but I I've but an got an ongoing friendship that's yes. you know an online friendship that's been going yes. for years perhaps you know yes there are a small handful of fans that are very loyal they're very kind and one of them I went to the wedding oh yeah okay yeah so I'm just like yeah Jojo that's... Jojo Spud wait hang on that is super fucking weird. Yeah, I went you to You got wedding. invited to the wedding of a guy. No, a girl. It was a girl. Oh, it was a girl fan. Jojo. Her name's okay. Jojo. Jojo. Yeah. She invited you to the wedding. She was getting Her married wedding. to a girl or a guy? A guy. Okay. She was my fan. And so you went to the wedding and then the guy has to now look at you and go, my wife plays herself watching this woman. But I think they might play together watching yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> You were the fucking wedding present then. <laughs> you were like an early wedding present. Did other people at the event, at the wedding, know that you were her favourite porn actress? In that I same? don't know. But the other girl that was there at the time, she was also my fan. Right. Um, Jasmine. Jasmine Summers. And she wanted to get into the industry and she was my fan. So she ended up making a movie with me. Um, Tanya Tate's Babysitting Academy. That was her very first Of course, scene. of course it's a babysitting academy. And she came to be, <laughs> have a job as a babysitter. Yeah. And so to get her through the interview, we had to take pictures of her to put online and stuff. Of course, you've got to get naked for pictures if you're going to be on Tanya Tate's sure. Babysitting Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I did her first scene. And she was also there at the wedding. So we were sitting on the same table and she had a girlfriend with her. Right. So she, she is into girls. The one whose wedding it was... Likes girls and boys. Uh, yeah, she likes girls and boys. Yeah. I think. Well, I, I, she has to. She yeah. married one. She probably I, likes know, him enough. Yeah, I don't... I never go, do you only like girls or do you only... I, I never ask those kind of questions. I just think, oh, you like me. You're like, yeah, nice. You've got a guy, yeah, nice. You've got a girlfriend, yeah, nice. I don't think it ever makes a difference. To, I like, mean, I'm not a big fan of cock. 
I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think my own's great. And like, you know, I we, we've had a long and arduous relationship, my own penis and I. Do you but know, other I, men's penises, not into it. But I can look at a guy and tell if a guy's like sexy yeah. or handsome. Yeah, you can say a guy. I can look handsome. at a guy and go, he's clearly a sexy dude. He's clearly an attractive guy. Like I know he's a he's a fucking he's a nine, mate. He's like, you know, if if I were gay, I would suck his dick clean off his body. <laughs> Any man who can't look at another man and be honest enough to say, if I was gay, I hundred percent would be wanting to try and fuck that guy. Yeah. He's a liar. He's a liar or he's closet. Right. right, is that what it is? Yeah, the more overtly macho, <laughs> though, the more likely they are to try and fuck you in the soreness at the at the Gold's gym. <laughs> Everyone in my gym's gay. Everyone. Are they? Yeah. And mind you, we're in Ho- we in Hollywood or we in Hollywood? We yeah. in West Hollywood? Or? Yeah. Well, this is East Hollywood. East Hollywood. I go to okay. the Hollywood Golds there. You know, the SoCal Hollywood and. Um, Everyone there. Probably a lot of actors. A lot of actors. actors and... Loads of actors. Just lots of gay men. Yeah. Just living their best life. Well, I don't even... I, do you know what? Don't make no difference to me. It makes a difference to me. For you, it Because I go with my buddy Terry. And Terry's a male model from England, right? So he's walking around the gym just looking pretty and handsome. He's got, like, no facial hair. He's got, like, you know, shorter, messy hair. He looks really hot. And he's walking around and all the guys are just eye-fucking the shit out of him. And I'm walking around behind him like, what about me? They probably Notice think, they me. probably think you're, you're with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm the fucking dominant you're like, daddy. You're, you're, you're <laughs> the cock blocker. I'm daddy. They're like, yeah. he's cock blocking us. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not that they don't desire me. It's just they're angry that I'm keeping Terry all to myself. Yeah. You're like, we want to know what you do with them behind closed doors. But do you know what? I If I have guys that phone up to my Vivid Radio show, I like to get turned on by the scenario. And sometimes guys will call up and they'll start talking about their fantasy is to suck another guy's dick. Really? And I'm, I, I, I just think that's not my personal fantasy. Yeah. But then I think now I've got a lot of guys listening. Are they all going to hang up and put the phone down and switch it off because they're used to my likes? So I always switch it. So if he's sucking, another, he's talking about sucking another guy's dick. I always go, oh, I'm going to get my strap on on and make him suck my strap on instead. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to keep all my fans happy. Yeah, because it's hard, isn't it? a lot of guys, a got, lot of guys, sometimes you got to peg a guy called Pete just to keep everyone happy, <laughs> and that's all right. I'll, I'll peg Pete all day long. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sound bite right there. I um, I think it's an interesting industry to be in. I feel like young... So, the, you know, I was talking about how formulaic porno, pornography feels to have gotten. A lot of it. Not all of it, of course. There's, there's you know, exceptions to every rule. But I, the youngest girl that I think I've ever had sex with in the last 10 years was a 19-year-old chick that I met on Tinder about two years ago, you know, and I and we went on a date and then we had sex and it was, sex was wonderful. She was great. She's, um, but, oh no, sorry, the sex wasn't wonderful. The oh. date was wonderful. The conversation was good. She was very mature for her age. She raised her younger sister. So I think she had a bad, you know, bad mother figure. So she, she'd grown up quickly. Yeah. And she had good chat. She's very funny. The, the sex was so... We went home to the Airbnb that I was staying in, you know, during it was here in LA. I was out for pilot season two years ago. And she, as soon as we got inside, like, you know, we're talking about foreplay. We're talking about going down on a girl. Like, you, sh- you should make a woman come before you get your dick out. Because that way you fucking ticked all the boxes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You can make a woman come with your mouth before you even get your penis out of your trousers. She's already happy. She's Tiny already going to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's already yeah. like, this is going to be a good thing. Um, and it actually makes it easier on you, gentlemen, by the way. You should do that first. Anyway, 
So I'm like, you know, we come inside and I start kissing her and I'm thinking, yeah, good, great, I'm going to lay down, have some great foreplay, have some good sex. And she literally just pulls all her clothes off and she just pulls up my trousers, pulls my trousers down and goes, go, 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 get your shirt off. She's really rushing it. Ooh. And then she just gets on the floor and she's like, fuck me from behind, just fuck me, fuck me, fuck me hard. Like, I'm like, Alright, chill out a little second. Right, let me let me maybe kiss your neck a little bit. Let's just like let's, let's <laughs> like I'll get there, don't worry, but let's just and she was she was just she had no concept of foreplay. She didn't really care for it. She, she sucked, wasn't she sucked my on. dick a bit. She wasn't but she was like, oh, that was it. It was like she was playing out what she clearly thought sex was meant to be, which was very much based on what Porn most movies. mainstream pornography is. And uh, and I just didn't enjoy it at all. So I just did what she asked me to do. She was just like, you know, just fuck me from behind. I was fucking, and she was like, yeah, hard, oh, smack my ass, smack my ass. I'm like, all right. But I know she wasn't even like, didn't really understand yeah. what she wanted. She was saying stuff that sounded sexy but wasn't. Hmm. Anyway, and then you know, she was like, come all over my heart, blah blah. So I came, and then I was just afterwards, I was like, all right, I will never do that again. I don't think I'll ever see it with a woman under 23, 24 ever yeah. again because they have no concept of how to fuck. Is that pornography's fault? Or do you think that's just people now have no idea how to connect because maybe social media, maybe it's... You well, you know. didn't meet it on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> so no, like, no, no, you're damn right. Yeah. It's like flick, flick, flick. Yeah, you, I love you to fuck me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's, for me, that feels a very male type of thought. That would, you know... What, but, selecting someone? Yeah, yeah. That... I, I've never done it. Is that but, not animals, though? Animals do that. Like, we go out, you go to a bar... Imagine a more organic way to meet someone is Friday night, you're out with some girlfriends. That's how I used to meet them. There. You'd yeah. see someone, but you'd talk to them. Sure. You'd talk to but them you, first. The first bit is, is very just them. aesthetic going, within three seconds you go, I want to fight this person or I don't want to fight this person. Within three seconds. I Yeah, if someone wasn't that nice looking when you was, if you didn't think they were nice looking when you were talking to them, or you'd be like, oh, I got stuck with the ugly friend. Do you know, like when you when you're young, yeah. when you're young, they're the type yeah, yeah, of yeah. thoughts that you have in your head. It's not like, well, no, it's not. It's not necessarily like all the way they look. It's like don't how get me they wrong, talk, personality, of course, is going to add to it. Someone can be very beautiful, and then you start talking to them. I've met a lot of women in LA who are gorgeous, and, and then they open no their mouth and they start, yeah, like, or worse, they're just an awful personality, just a terrible personality. And I'm like, oh wow, you're really unattractive to me now because of the way you are as a person. Yeah. However, I'll be honest. I don't ever meet women who are aesthetically undesirable to me. And then because their personality is so engaging and interesting and wonderful, I go, great, I want you as a friend in my life because you're wonderful and intelligent and charismatic and, and funny. I don't go, well, now I want to fuck you. Yeah. But do you think women can do that? Can they talk to a guy who they aesthetically are not really into and then through conversation, if a guy's charming enough... Go, if a guy's yeah, charming enough and suddenly so we're going back to what guys have yeah so suddenly like the 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 guy might have a lot of things to offer the girl not just sex he might be wealthy he- <laughs> let's just call it that. let's just say how it is the guy might be wealthy he's got a nice car he's got fucking nice suit on he's clearly wealthy <laughs> What's that? Are you working in a stock market? Great, cool. Yeah. Years ago, I worked in a bar in Liverpool. So, like, the guys would come in all different shapes and sizes or whatever. All that kind we of did shit. have the footballers, yeah. yeah. Of course. But, um, I didn't bang the footballers because I used to see the footballers banging in the back and coming back out to the girlfriends. I'd be like, oh, no thanks. Really? Yeah, I'd do whatever. Um, I, but I, like, we had a lot of businessmen coming in. Yeah. And the businessmen weren't necessarily attractive because they were, like, older. 
But that didn't stop us going out and having fun with them. Do you know what I mean? There was we we because did we did they a lot would of fun pick up things. the tab and buy nice things. Yeah. But and my friend went out with a guy and he was like he was a big guy, but he yeah. was a, also a big drug dealer. And she'd be like, oh, he took me to like, I think the name of the shop was like Wade Smith or something. It was like this designer shop. If you could if you could shop in Wade Smith, I think that's the name of it, in Liverpool, if you could shop there, you know, you'd made it. And like, she was like, oh, a 400 pound dress. And we're talking 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 400 pound dress. Like that's like $600 dress to someone that's like, just like not even 20 sure, sure age 20 you know that was a lot sure yeah and yeah of course yeah, like, it's impressive ooh, right oh very impressed and these guys like you would look at them and you think nah. not necessarily but they talk to you and they charm you and then they'd be like oh let's do this and let's do that and let's go in and let's mm. go there and let's go to the races that's what and, that you remember that comment yes. that, and that quote i said earlier yeah, exactly. this is the difference is what john was saying to me is that Women want a standard of living from a man and can't go back on that. Like if they've been with a wealthy guy who paid for all their shit and looked after them, which in LA, think of the nepotism, daddy, you know, they literally grow up in the fucking Hollywood Hills. Daddy pays for everything, buys them a nice car. And then it comes to dating and they're like, well, I'm, I'm intelligent, I'm kind and I'll, I'll defend your honor and I'll make you laugh and I'm, I can talk to you about culture and travel and cook you beautiful meals. and blah. Yeah, but how fucking rich are you? Well, right now, not that rich, but I will be again, and I have been before in my life. Nah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so it's it's so, so cut and dry. Shallow. Whereas I don't expect that from a woman, in any way, shape, or form. It's hard. It's hard. We're presented. I think we're being presented. I really fear for younger generations because we're presented so many very basic ideologies that are trying to be fought against, but not in the right way. I think for, for me, like my child is going to grow up and I think, well, what kind of environment is it going to be when he's, it's time to date, you mm-hmm. know? And I would always want to hope that he would be a kind person, you know? Sure. And like... Well, that's going to be, be the way that be, you nurture I, the child and, and I, the way you I'm raise very him. nurturing, so he is going to sure. be a very kind person. But like, you know, I have a lot of values, like in terms of like, you know, guys, like... I think a guy should be polite. You know, people should be polite in general. Say please, say thank you. But I'm. But so- everything you're saying now is is Tanya Tate, real person. You know, empathetic, understanding, looks for goodness in people. To but then there's another side which is yeah. But if a guy can buy a Ferrari, that that years ago that is what it was like because yeah. I was don't I. I wasn't ne- oh I'm telling a lie I was gonna say I wasn't necessarily with them but I did go out with drug dealers yeah like big drug dealers in yeah. Liverpool and I would go out with them not necessarily having long term relationships but I'd go out with them and they'd buy you stuff and one of the guys did me house up he sent a decorator really? in and <laughs> I, I yeah this is that's a- the weirdest drug dealer present I've ever heard of he sent a fucking sent, sent a painter and decorator around <laughs> Threw up some new wallpaper for me. Wow. That's a new one for the list. Normally girls just have an Amazon wish list and just like, I want to buy buy me these shoes. Give me a pair of Louboutins. Give me a fucking Louis Vuitton bag. You're like, could you fucking re-grout my bathroom, please? Ridiculous. You know what you don't know is that that house in the wall space 
they actually there's about 17 pounds of fucking cocaine and stacks of cash probably I'm sure there was things that you probably hid and took out I don't even know I was just like I know nothing he said he was decorating (laughs) he was just filling your walls out with fucking (laughs) drug mule money he'd probably come back later he's like oh you you need a repair doing in your house underneath your back exactly exactly. (laughs) I'll send me my man I'll send my best man over yeah this guy turns up hey thank you for inviting me to your home I will now be regrouting your bathroom. Please vacate the room. <laughs> 20 minutes later, he leaves with some suspicious, suspicious bags bulging. What the fuck is in there? <laughs> but my house got done over, that's all. There you go. So, Beautiful so, home. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was really young. You know. See, that's it. It's the folly of youth, right? But this is the problem is that without having a balanced opinion of what is important. So I agree wholeheartedly that men and women but young men especially need to be educated on how on how to be more understanding of what a woman needs sexually and that Mm. pornography doesn't really reflect that in any way shape or form for the most part the majority of porn doesn't reflect that i need but i also think we need to educate young women to understand the importance of what to value in a man you know and and it can't just be well has he got a nice job and a flashy car you look after you like that. She'd be like, no, look after yourself. Like, be bright. Go and get an education. I, I Become an entrepreneur. You know, for me, you provide for your own life. You know? I, I did have a lot of guys when I was younger, that yeah. kind of thing, that did, you know, look after, you. Look after me. But then oh, there got to be a... I wish, I, I think I'm just envious. And, because I, <laughs> I've i spent my entire... I, you know, we talked about this just before we started the podcast, my fucking, doing my tax returns. And I literally, I look at the amount of restaurant bills that are ridiculous. And I know they're all dates. I know it's me just buying girls fucking dinner on a Tuesday and desperately hoping they might consider fucking me at the end of it. Do you know what I mean? And if I went through my life and I was like, oh my God, I would love to be a hot chick and have the majority of my nights out be on someone else's card. That would be amazing. But then I wouldn't really complain about having to suck a dick, I guess. I'd be like, yeah, that's the trade-in. That's the trade-in. Uh, I don't know. Do the do girls think if they're going out, then they have to do that? I think if I was back on the market now dating and I was on the Tinder, I would. I, I'd make it a rule that I didn't have sex on the first, second, or third date. I think just because I, I've had so much would sex. You, would you then let the man pay for the dates? Um, Those first, second, and third dates. If you. I would offer to pay. And would you actually go through with it? Would you actually put your hand in your handbag and pull out? Well, the I'd cards? put my hands in the handbag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I how honest you, you are. See, that's what guys do. Like, oh, do you want me? Shall I pay? Shall I give Are me? you sure? No, no, sorry. No, it's I got okay. it. No, it's oh, okay. <laughs> the person goes straight and what, back. What in. would you think of a man if he goes, if he goes, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, let's split. Let's split it. Let's go Dutch. You know, that's, that's what modern equal people I'm, do. I'm we're, funny, aren't I? Because I'm being honest. I. I like half of one, but not half of the other. There you go. You I, want equality in certain aspects of your life, but not necessarily when it comes to picking up the chair. At least you're honest about it. No, I want him to hold the door open sure, and sure, sure. like be a gentleman and stuff like that. But, Which every but, man should do. But that's, I don't necessarily. Nice I don't necessarily think that I want to give you sex just because you pay for dinner, and, there you go. and I'm going to make you pay for dinner. Yeah. I'm going to make you pay for dinner, but I'm not necessarily going to give you sex. Yeah. And maybe I will if we've been on a few dates and maybe I really like you. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm gagging for sex from you. But if you're going to take me on a first date, 
I'm gonna, and and if even if you are like really hot and sexy, I'm gonna be like trying my hardest not to not to bang because the other thing you've got with a guy that we've not spoke about the guy his goal is to a lot of guys' goal is to bang the girl like sure and and, I mean, and then move on to the next girl um true. A, a lot of maybe may, not maybe, for you. Maybe not I don't know. I, don't, I, like, I, I had a friend. No, no, like, don't get me wrong. I like casual sex. I enjoy sex. I enjoy having lovers, a number of different lovers. But I'm not like I want to fuck this girl so I can just bang her and move on to another girl. That's not how I never approach it. I don't have. I only have sex now with people that I'm interested in having sex with. But, you, but I don't you've do it for the sake. That. When you, I was younger, I had sex all. for the sake of having sex. Exactly. Of course, yeah, of course. And that was like my experience when I was younger. That the guy once he banged her, he'd move on. Sure. Unless there was some reason for them to stay I'm not going to deny that when I was a younger man, the relationships I ended up having was more often than not with the women who made me wait a while until we were intimate. So I had a chance to get really connected to her personality before we were intimate physically. Yeah. I, of course. That's, yeah. you know, which is, which is great advice to give to a woman. But, you know, when, when a girl's young, say, hey, don't put out on the first day. Don't just have sex for the sake of it. Unless that's what you want. Unless yeah. you just want to use the guy for sex on that first day. But um, but also, I think there's there's something a little disingenuous that that hurts maybe men in a modern day situation to know that someone will pretend like they enjoy the company and they want to continue hanging out, get the free dinner, and then be like, nah, see you later. I think if you already know on a date that you're not going to want to go home with a guy at the end of it, or you don't want to have that kind of a relationship with someone, that's when you should definitely put the hand in the handbag and pull a card out of it. And put it on a tray. I've not really been there, so I can't. Yeah. It's it's been. Yeah. By the way, you're not answering for. <laughs> you're not answering for all womankind's free dinners. This is. I'm not, just like if, is, I, if I went on Tinder, I I would I would like the company, but not. I think it's just because I've had sex for a living. Yeah. And yeah, it makes yeah, yeah. me very. Doesn't, um, it doesn't necessarily interest you as like yeah, a, the the be all and end all yeah, of the relationship. Sex is like it comes and it goes. It's there. It's definitely not, comes. Yeah, it definitely comes. But <laughs> but that wouldn't be the be all and end all for me. It would be more about the company and the guy and of course. their relationship and not me thinking oh. It, the problem I've also got is like, is he looking at me for Tanya Tate and he's watched my movies yeah. and now he just wants to bang me? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you're not there to just bang me. Sure, sure, know? sure. I have to say, I do do dates with my fans. Yeah. Like genuine dates, like dinner where fans will take me to a restaurant and pay for my dinner and give me a donation. A donate, give you a donation. Is that just like they have a card with some money in it? That's no, like that, escorting, that, isn't it? Well, escorting, you have sex. I don't know. It's just company. Escorting is just company. Anything else that happens is just two consenting adults. Okay, sex doesn't happen in my dates. No, there you go. Just, just to like... So it's purist escorting. <laughs> it's honest escorting. It's, it's um, the one with the, like, the little saint, angelic, the angelic, angelic thing yeah. on top. You don't, you know, people think that, oh, she's just saying Do that. Do you think any of those fans hope that there might be a chance that you go on a date with them, you'll enjoy the company, and you might want to fuck them at the end of it. I I think probably they're That's hoping. That's the fantasy, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that they're probably hoping that. But they probably know because they know me enough that it's like she's saying it's not going to happen, it's sure. not going to happen. You know, I'm... Do you lay that out beforehand? Very, very um, specifically. Yeah. Several times. Okay. 
<laughs> so have you ever had guys go, well, then what's the point then? All right, fine, I won't. Well, then they don't normally pay you the deposit. They're not, not real fans, are no, they? No, they don't. Well, they do have a lot of fans, but they can't afford. I wonder if there's any, like, do you reckon there's like 50-year-old women in LA who'd want to pay money to go on dates with me? Uh, don't look at me like that, you f- unbelievably honest bitch. How dare you? Maybe. You literally like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just Jeff. got I just got a ro- show, a, show a, somebody a really a really ro- big roll of the eyes and a sort of uh, you looked at me like a teacher <laughs> would look at a child a child with one leg saying they want to be a professional footballer being like what do you want to be when you grow up little Timmy well sir I want to I want to be a professional footballer and that was the face you just gave me like mm, I don't do you really think this listen there's got to be some lonely fucking 40, 50 year olds out there who definitely want to smash me. At least have the possibility of doing so by taking me for dinner. Do you know, I'm sure there is someone that would love to do that. <laughs> no, no. No, no, but I, I but refuse it, to in, accept anything you're saying now. In general, like, I think it's hard for a guy to... So hard. And unless... Well, you Why can't be, we just be escort, as desirable as you? Why escort? can't women treat us more like objects? <laughs> I. This is what I want. I want to see equality. I want, I want to have women treat me like a piece of me. And pay for me to do nice things. And I will eat pussy all day, every day. I will give them the time of their fucking lives. Oh, if you put it on the right website, you, you're in, Jeff? Yeah. He's like, is like, like sugarmummies.com sugar or something. Just so you know, Jeff is like staring at me now. It's like... I'm like, where's the website? Give me the address. There will be websites. You get on there. You yeah. say no to guys. Make sure you say no to guys. Because I mean, you don't want to go hey, on a gay website only to women. If I don't have to have sex with them, I'll still go on a date. I'll let a guy flirt with me over dinner. Oh. Gay for pay, innit? Guys do that, right? I'm sure they do. I'd smack it. I'd backhand a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd backhand a man's penis out of my face. No, Brian! I said No! If he's into that, but physical. then he'd have to shove it in your mouth because that's probably what he's expecting. This is what I'm saying, though. You're like, if I no. lay out the rules, there's no sex. But then, then they'd have to want to go out with you on a date because the because you're Jeff Leach. There's and no they... fucking women in the world who would pay a man to come and have dinner with them for the company and the interest. That's the point. With I've the... had men and women go on dinner dates with me. Men but they paid and you, women. and you're a woman. They paid a woman to do that. Yes. There's it's it's basically borderline improbable in any fucking scenario that oh, someone's going to pay the man a woman's going to pay a man to come out and have a date with her you know I just want to have your company I'm just a big fan of what you do I just want to have your company I just don't do think you know Jeff you're saying it there might be <sighs> you might so. have some hardcore fans that say yeah well, Jeff I'm, I'm I could, mention that, I could go out on a date with Jeff yeah. they could give you some money pay for your dinner you will have some hardcore fans if you're fans. a hardcore fan and you want to pay me you want to pay for my dinner and then give me a donation in the form of... Cash? No. <laughs> Look at hey, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Not cash. No, I'll accept uh, food stamps or um, or uh, brown rice and quinoa seeds of change packets. I really like those. I'm trying to think oh, of my quite... Amazon wish list. Okay. Um, uh, PG tip tea bags. Yeah, uh, old DVD copies of The Little Mermaid, um, signed by any members of the cast or crew. Are you into The Little Mermaid? No. Um, just being weird. Do you like biscuits? Love biscuits. Biscuit Oreo cookies or like hobnobs. A good old fashioned oh, bourbon. A bourbon. I love a bourbon. Bourbon you... biscuit. I'll accept payment in any of those fashions. Let me know. Hit me up if you want to take me out on a date. And I'm there. 
I jest, of course. I don't, I, I don't like that. But this is what I'm saying is I don't like the idea. Over the last few months, I've changed my attitude towards dating. Mm-hmm. And I've started to say to women prior to going on dates with them, just to let you know, I've been led down the garden path one too many times by women who are only interested in, you know, the financial um, alleviation that comes with going on a date with a guy like me. That he'll pick up the check, he'll do this. And I've been stung a few times, so I'll go Dutch on our first couple of dates until I know that either of us are invested in each other in any way. And uh, and it's definitely cut down the number of girls who want to go on a date, but yeah. the ones who do want to go on a date have turned out to be fucking dope, like really cool chicks. Nice. But it's not what most women want to do. But at least you're saying, like you're saying this is what I want it to be. Yeah. And if you are on the same page, then let's do it. And if you're not on the same page, then you're better finding someone else. And then at least you can't, like, you can't be told off for being honest. No, never. And that's, that's why I like the way you've spoken. Because you're very fucking open and honest about it. And that's that's great. Like if a woman said to me beforehand, Hey, listen, I will go on a date with you. Um I, by the way, I don't I don't I'm not paying for the date. If you want to take me on a date, then you're taking me out on a date and you'll pick out the check. And you're not getting and a shag at the end. Yeah, I'm not gonna have sex with you either. But if we go on a few dates and I do like you, then I genuinely may want to do that. I'm not gonna use you just for free dinners. Yeah. Then I'd be like, All right, fair enough, she's been open and honest with me. Or vice versa, she just went, Listen, if you just want the company of an attractive woman to sit opposite you on the table, like then you're going to have to pay for me every time we go out. And I'll be like, oh, okay, well, then I know what it's about. Yeah. But no one's that honest. People, I'm trying to Do find you know, I, w- I think I would be that honest. Well, you clearly are. I think I, very I think few I people are. Be. Very few people are that honest about any facet of their life anymore. Honesty is what we need more than anything. Yeah. In our comedy, yeah. in our general interaction between men and women. This is how we yeah. bring genders back together and heal some of the inequalities and heal some of the lack of understanding is more honesty. There were more women who said... I want to just go to nice places and I want the guy to pay for me because I'm attractive, I look after my body, I do my hair, I do my fucking nails so I can look like a 10. And if you want to be seen hanging out with a 10, then you pick up the fucking check. That's how I rule my, that's how I run my life. Are you happy with that? That would be, I would never be offended by that in any yeah. way, shape or form. I go, she's being completely honest. And I like that about yeah. you and about women who would be like that. Yeah, I would be. But then I'm very in control of me. Yeah. You know? But porn needs to be honest as well. Comedy needs to be honest. Like porn needs to. I think there should be more pornography that is is what happens when a man and a woman are intimate. You know, it should, it should yeah. be directed to look more. This is why probably amateur I, has become quite popular, right? Yeah, because it's you know I did a lot of series. Um, Tanya Tate, Sex Tour of Ireland. Tanya Tate, Sex Tour of Scotland. Tanya Tate. I saw. I saw the. Well, I didn't see any of it, but I I saw it mentioned in uh, in some stuff online. Yeah. That you did the Sex Tour of Ireland, where you had sex with fans as well, and people yeah. as you went around. Yeah. And you ended up wasn't one of the anonymous people, a fucking big Gaelic football player or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he was a hurler, and it uh, was all. I was on. I was front page of the newspaper. Even just wow. a couple of months ago, I'm front page of the newspaper again in Ireland. Really? I didn't even get the story myself. I don't know if somebody else had made a porn movie and suddenly I was the front page. Right. Okay. I, I, I couldn't work it out what the story was. That's not was. bad press you, though, but is it? But I was it? just like, there I am. And the, like, people are like taking pictures of the newspaper. Porn with Gaelic football star. It was Fuck Wada because that's the that's the name of the move or something like a, a puck. I don't okay, know. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it read Fuck Harder. Okay. But okay. it's Fuck Wada, but it was some Gaelic thing. But it, he, he was a good guy. I really liked him and they really ripped him apart. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And Because you got, well, I mean... 
Of course you can't be a professional sports star and also like having sex with porn He's actresses. He's just had sex. He was having sex. It just was on camera. And like that press, they ripped those people apart that went on it. It, it was madness, really. And one of them, um, the brother was an MP, like a member of parliament. What, the brother of the... The person that came on. Okay. And one of the other guys, he was from Canada and he was like, I don't know, like an ice hockey coach or okay. he was some kind of coach that like he was coaching kids yeah that didn't go down very well with him either and i'm I, like i'm just like he just wanted to have sex yeah That's all. he's not having sex with kids he's not and then we got fucking brett kavanagh you know being accused of gang raping people when he was at college and it's like well and this guy's been a judge for the last god knows how many decades deciding other people's lives and fates whereas a guy who coaches a bit of you know ice hockey in Canada wants to have sex with a porn actress that he jokes off to and mm. he's he's a scumbag for he's life scum- now. Yeah. They, it's they, ridiculous, they, isn't it? They went they went really down on them. But I thought I give credit to all those lads that turned up because it's everyone's like, oh yeah. I mean you gave a lot more than just cred to them. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of rocking in that camper van, you know. Was it in a camper van? Was it that proper like a, a pikey tour of <laughs> Tanya Tate's Pikey Pussy Tour. Some of the there was one fella. I'm not joking. His hands were like shovels. Yeah, you had massive hands and a massive cock. I just went, oh my god! I went to get on it. I was like, hold on a minute. When you do things like gotta that, gotta get off again. Having sex with the fans or whatever or something like that. Do they have to get a test and show you results of a test or whatever? Like, how do they? Yeah, they. That was all condoms. Okay. All of them. But even that, I mean, there's other things you can catch even with a condom. Yeah, and I, I think. Um, Remember rightly, it was like, you know, you should go and get tested, get all, you know, make sure you've not got your STDs, blah, blah, blah. But it was still with the condoms as well. Sure. So, um, yeah, it was. I dated a porn actress once for a little while. You told me. Yeah, yeah, she was nuts. Absolutely nuts. There's a lot of mental people in pornography as well as comedy, right? Or not? The, the, I don't know. I don't know which particular girl you're talking about. I don't know it enough to know she's. Oh no, I'm not enough. just talking about her. Like this, um, is, this is a more generalized statement. There, there There's are, a lot of mental illness in the world of stand-up comedy. I think there must be an awful lot of mental illness in the world of pornography as well. In the adult industry, there are some people, and I think to myself, it's a difficult situation you're putting yourself in because your mind might not be like. It might I, I'm not a doctor so I don't know who's got mental illness but sometimes the, the things they do I think oh no you shouldn't do that you know someone you need, should be you need, helping you, you out a little support. bit before yeah yeah you need support I've seen girls literally sit there and cry on videos and then an hour later they take them down but they're like crying all this stuff you mean on like social media they upload yeah. a video of them just Bawling and saying stuff, breaking down, and I'm like, and that's the oh moment my of truth. God, please don't take it down, take it down. Nah, but here's and the, then, here you go. and here's, then they take it down. I'm but like, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. Is this is what I would like the world to be, and I think it should be. Is those videos have to stay out? We have to. If you, it's how vegans fucking whinge about meat eaters, right? But they go like, if you're not willing to kill and, and skin and clean and to, you know an animal to eat it, then you shouldn't be allowed to eat meat. I'm kind of on board with that idea. I, I don't have to go out and hunt meat to be able to eat it because I can just go to the supermarket. That's that's where we're at in the level of farming and you know uh, cattle produce, etc. However, if I had to, if I lived in the sticks in the middle of nowhere, I'd take a hunting rifle, shoot a fucking pheasant or whatever, or shoot a deer, learn how to skin it. I would do those things if I wanted to eat that meat. 
In the same way, if you're going to jerk off to fucking pornography and it's barely legal, 18-year-old, so-and-so actress, blah, 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 and then you don't want to then know down the line that she maybe was abused by her father yeah. growing up and she's got some fucking issues and that's why she's maybe in that profession, then you shouldn't be allowed to jerk off to the first thing. Yeah. Like, I, there's too I'm, much full shit. I just, I just feel really bad for the girls or the guys of course. that have issues and... I... Well, it was a guy recently killed himself. I think. I think he, it turns out it was probably a suicide. Um, an older male um, performer who hadn't been in the industry for a while, and he was doing stand up. I did stand up with him a few, a couple of months ago, yeah. and he was like doing open mic at my buddy's show. And yeah, um, yeah I can look him up. And uh, uh, I think there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of sadness. We don't want reality. This is the problem. Yeah. All of these entertainments and are... and guys like fans, girls and guy fans, they don't always necessarily want to know all the baggage. You know, we want they, a full survivor version. Yeah, they just want to just see all the good stuff. I think if you can't take the bad, the rough with the smooth, you're not a real fan. No, that if you is... can't watch a girl have a breakdown on a fucking Tuesday evening because she's, I don't know, feeling bad about her decisions in life, or she's having a bit of a, you know, she's not mentally equipped to deal with it. Then you're not really supportive of that person. You just yeah, want... the true fans will be there, but like a lot of the fans, the the Kyle Stone. Oh, did he commit suicide? Well, he's definitely yeah. He passes away, passed away, right but he was sleep. in he was in great health recently. So he, he, I think he um, I think it turns out that he was um. I didn't know he. Fifty four years old, yeah, That's veteran great. porn performer. Kyle, I I did a movie with him. He was Donald Trump, and I was Sharon Osbourne, <laughs> and I was pushing what, him. What? I because he did this ain't. It was called this ain't Celebrity Apprentice Triple X or something like that. It was a you were playing movie Sharon Osbourne with a wig on, and he played Donald Trump. Donald Trump, and I had to That's bang the Donald. Fucking hilarious! I had to bang the Donald, and his wig kept like moving everywhere, <laughs> and I was like pushing him because I was like fit. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm still fit now, but I I was like nine years eight years younger yeah and i was really pushing him i remember he kept being like oh, oh, oh. he had to stop <laughs> was he in character or bless him he was just a bit out of breath was he i think he was just a bit out of breath oh. but he could have played it to the character but but yeah he was, he was really he was, he was a nice a, guy. yeah he was a sweet but he was i met him doing comedy at this 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 show i was trying out new material and he was doing like one of his first shows and he was clearly um I could tell just in the conversation with him afterwards that he was he was lonely. He was a lonely guy and he was clearly a little hurt in life, you know? Just life Did, hadn't treated him right. Didn't he have like a, a girlfriend for like two years? Yeah, I think he had someone there. There was some lady. He was talking about breaking up with someone though. So maybe he was mm. going, to, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I, he, um, I spoke to him a few times, but he was... I don't know. Sometimes he... I can remember him being... Is it weird to know that you fucked a dead guy? Um, never thought about it. I fucked him and then he died. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it, but I think someone should. Could it be directly related to the sex you had <laughs> no, with it was such a long time ago. <laughs> but I, I can remember... He, can him, never, like, he can, couldn't watch an episode of America's Got Talent or X Factor. Anything with Sharon Osbourne appearing on... From that day forward, and then now that oh, that's what it is, Trump becoming power, 
in this country start to make him remember oh, how you treated him on that shoot. I was like, come pushing on, back so come on. come on, why does it work? Come on, go faster, go harder, you little bastard. There you go. And you fucking Tanya. He he was he was he, I wanna he, just uh, you know, just uh, as a as a, an advisory note on this podcast, Tanya Tate is in no way responsible for the death of any of her co stars. And uh, I'm merely joking. I'm merely oh. joking. He, he was a nice guy. I know it was quite sad when I saw because Daddy passed away and I was like, he wasn't that old, like 54. Yeah. He's not that old. You got into porn very late as well, didn't you? Yeah. 2009, I, right? Yeah. Well, made my first movie in 2008, October 2008. Okay. So yeah, 2009. But you were what, 28, 29? Yeah, I can't even remember. I can't count. What uh, What preceded that? What was? What were you doing before that? worked in an office yeah yeah so and then I split up with a guy and then I was watching a movie with another guy and I was like I could do that wow it was really that that because normally girls the story will be maybe they were dancers in a strip club and they were doing that and then it was like a natural progression or someone said oh you should do movies or they were always wanted to fuck on camera and they just you know turn 18 19 and that's it they go out and get their first job or they were involved some way in some kind of other world sex industry world and whereas you were literally in an office yeah. Doing what? What were you doing in the office? Secretarial work? Or was yeah. it like, what, what was your role? Like, I, don't, I can't remember what job I was doing then. <laughs> I was like supervisor level. So it was, like, it was, okay, so you were a supervisor. Of like an office staff and it was mainly computer stuff, but it, it was so long ago. Yeah. I'm just like, it's not the type of computer stuff you do now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you were project managing something, supervising a team. Yeah. And then one day woke up and went, oh, I should really just, I really want a stranger's cock inside of my mouth. Well, when you've been with a guy and then the relationship breaks up and like, it's just, you're just really bored. So we have him Like you've got an off, yeah. Yeah. Although it's I should have got rid of, I should have got rid of him earlier. That's really, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interesting progression to pornography to go from like, mm. it's a very safe office job. And then one day, I said, yeah. Does that make you less... Damaged than other people in the industry then, probably. I don't know. I don't know, like... I I think it was a choice. Right. So if being damaged means you don't have by, a choice... If that's, by, what if I that's mean what by that mean. is, is uh, I know that some of the porn um, actors and actresses I've spoken with either had um, some kind of upsetting sexual experiences in their earlier life when they were kids or whatever, yeah. you know, things like that that pushed them into having a strange relationship to sex and therefore that's what led Yeah, okay, so, so like, I didn't have but very, bad stuff. Very few My, of them, very few of them had a pretty normal upbringing and worked in an office and then at the age busy. of 29 went, you know what, I should really fuck on camera for money. That's, that's a very... Do you know, I, well, let's go back to when I was younger and, like, the guys. Okay. So so we spoke a little bit about the guys that take me out, bloody bloody sure, blah. Sure, so sure. I yeah, would yeah. bang guys that... I may not necessarily have found attractive, but I. But at the same time, I did like have. I understand sex. what you're saying. So yeah, so the, the so, sex was enjoyable. There was also the sex. Um, it not wasn't paid, but it was a lifestyle was given to you because you were desirable sexually to someone, and then they had money. Yeah, it so, kind of so, worked like that. So so then at some point, so it's I was business. Just like, it was business. Yeah, it, it was just business. A lot of it was business, even though it wasn't that type of business but it was a some of it was a business kind of thing although I did like them as well has anyone from the office ever reached out and been like Tanya I saw I, you in a movie 
yeah. I, yeah, I went back and, and like he used to work in an office in Manchester and, and they had a Christmas night out once and I went on the night out with them and some of them had seen me on like the Babe channels. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Babe Station, that kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, one of them I was on. And then um, like a couple of them spoke to me on Instagram, like, you know, direct message. Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I always bulk decline them. But so I'm surprised these couple got through. Yeah. But it was you can see the right and normal. Hey, I know you. Yeah. Type yeah. of text, and I if if I because I I just glance, and if I don't see anything, just click decline all. And I, I just saw it and I was like, they was talking about something that they knew me, and I was like, okay, I'll click, and then I will look at the picture, and I'm like, oh yeah, I used to work with them in an office. Yeah. So so like I've I've found a, like some a lot of people have reached out to me. Some of them are just like pure creeps. Like some guy I went to school with and he he was like, he was always like trying to be like sexy with me. And I was like, look, here's a deal. When you were at school, when you were kids? No, when we were, when, when he found me on Facebook, he's trying to like do sexy things, sexy messages to me. And I said to him, look, you either a fan or a friend, pick one, yeah. pick one, which do you want to be? Yeah. Well, be both. And I went, I've told you, stop saying stuff like that to me. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, do one. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. talking to me now. It's me. It's the real person. I you know, know what you're a lot of men school. forget. And then he says something, and I just went, do you know what? I've told you, stop messaging me. Yeah. I, I don't want to know. Block, stunned. He's like, he's like, oh, I, I thought about you last night, like coming on your tits. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're my friend. You, that's not what you, you say. You don't say to that friend. to your friend. Yeah, exactly. And he couldn't get his head around that. He could you either what, be a, a fan men, or a friend. I think this is a problem that is very applicable to men and less so women. Men find it very difficult to understand that women, doesn't matter whether they're Instagram models showing their bum every two days, you know, in a new bikini, or adult actresses literally having sex on camera for money, or whatever. They find it very difficult to remember that all that you are, all of you, are people working, trying to make money, and have career success. That is what it is. It's a job, and you're, you want to be more successful, and because of you know the the work that you do, be recognised whether that be financially or with awards or with more opportunities, and they forget that. I, I realised that young, uh, quite young on in my in my life that when I was presenting TV shows, every girl that I ever ended up presenting a TV show with, co-host on BBC or Channel Four, or whatever, or the women that I'd interview, musicians, you know, Lady Gaga and people like that. Every single one of them, at, when I first started, I always looked at them like, oh, this could be a potential lover. This could be someone who might want to have sex with me. Because they were beautiful women, right? Yeah. If, they're, if they're a superstar yeah. singer, they're generally going to be attractive. If they're a host on a TV show, they're generally going to be very pretty and very charming and funny. Yeah. So I'd always look at them as a sexual prospect. And then it was I had a conversation with one, um, one old co-host about this kind of thing a little bit. I had a really honest conversation when I said, well, I'm not going to deny that I look at it and look at the prospect of hooking up and, and I'm attracted to it because you're attracted to me. And she was like, Jeff, like, here's what you have to remember. I think you're sexy as well. I think you're a nice looking guy, but I don't want to have sex with you because it doesn't make any fucking business sense for me. We have to work together. We have to do things, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And that is why I'm doing this job. That's why I'm in this, not to get laid, but to fucking do bigger TV shows. She's actually now doing huge things. So she's really very successful. Yeah. And, uh, and she, that conversation almost slapped a bit of reality into me which is women are just exactly the same as men all right sure we're very different in terms of our our biological makeup and what that means we might want but ostensibly you just want to be more successful and you want to do bigger things and have Mm -hmm. projects that are attractive to you and make fucking money because you're good at your job 
People forget that. And, and do a job that's enjoyable. Yeah. For me, you know. What would it be if it wasn't pornography? What What would, if, you know, I, I know you're doing a lot of your own content now and obviously doing a lot of the presenting and the hosting stuff as well. Yeah. But what do you think would have been, let's say you left the office job because you realized that wasn't for you, but you didn't take up pornography. What would I have been? I would have liked to have been one of those honey traps. You know, those like, you know, you know, like the private detective. Okay. And like the wife thinks of the husband's carrying on so, so then, you're like, sent in as like an I'm undercover like, to the, the bar yeah to the bar and sit there wow i think that would have been but you are a um quite fun <laughs> every, every 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 profession that you're either in or that you're interested in you seem to be the femme fatale you're a femme fatale character oh, yeah. using sexuality to to dominate men yeah were you always I, a dominant character then is that when I was younger no 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 I think um confidence and dominancy came with age right but from a young age I kind of realized that being sexy or using your body in a certain way can gain favors yeah yeah and then and just, gives you power over yeah. certain people yeah yeah it gives you it does give you power and yeah. I I, I'll admit I feel quite powerful yeah not like literally sitting here now with you you know but in general, when it comes to sexuality and things like that. You're allowed to feel powerful when you're sat here with me as well. It's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I think you're a powerful person. But I but I don't sit here and look and think, you know, we're on different levels or anything like that. Sure. I, I don't do that. Not that kind of power. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I feel that I... But that's that difference between friend and fan as well. You can tell the difference. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to send you a, a personal message saying, oh, I dreamt about coming on your tits last night. That's never going to happen. I'll be like... No. I send that to my guy friends. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking. I you have probably more, do. You, you know what, what the outlet now, especially because um, I think maybe what's happening in the world, there's a lot of men right now. I have, I have lots of female friends who are, who are like you. Bullshy, strong, powerful you know banter like taking the piss blah 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 and so the girl the girlfriends i have a lot of them will have you know they'll they'll say funny shit to me sometimes of a sexual nature i'll make jokes about that like oh you know what jeff maybe you know if you spent a few more hours in the gym maybe maybe you would maybe i would give you a little ride or something like that they're joking around right <laughs> yeah but they can say that stuff and i can respond to it but yeah. i can't initiate any of that anymore i can't be the person it used to be a time when i could make a sexual joke to a girl and she would laugh, understand it was a joke, and make something. You've got to be careful. Back. Now I'm like, I can't ever initiate yeah. that kind of humor. I have to let a woman initiate that humor, and then I can run with it. Yeah, and that's it's um, changed. Yeah, that's changed. That's certainly changed. I think people do say stuff to me, but I will say stuff back to sure. them. Sure, sure. I'm not that person that's weak. To, well, the like, difference is like if you're walking down the street and a random guy we talked about this before oh, yeah. and a random guy just goes hey baby look at your fucking ass yeah oh, I want to slap well that and like, I agree wholeheartedly and I don't think anyone with half a brain cell would agree that is not the way to talk to someone however if like a sexy guy wolf whistled me I'll be like ooh ah there you go because he's sexy it's okay yeah because I I don't mind people giving me compliments but it's the way they give the compliments but then but then a wolf whistle, I used to get wolf whistled and I used to find that as a compliment. Yeah. I, and some people be like, no, wolf whistling, it's really derogatory and disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that was a thing when I was younger. Yeah, and, no. a guy, and it's yeah, like, oh, oh, 
you think I look sexy? Oh, yeah, yeah. There you it's go. Like, but then if someone's like, oh, I'd like to fuck your ass. Like, uh, literally, I've had people say stuff like really? that. Really? Like, you might have been to my Gold's Gym. A lot of guys <laughs> say that shit to me as well in the showers. <laughs> just whisper it over my shoulder as I'm trying to fucking... Like, and like... I just really... want 10 minutes in the steam room alone, please. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I've had people that have said, like, stuff like that. That's pretty that. horrendous. And it's just like, I'm thinking, you can fuck off. I'm so conflicted. I think this is the problem. This is why it's interesting for me to have these conversations with, especially with women. I need to have more conversations like this with women and especially ones who understand you massively more than most because you've worked kind of both sides of the fence. On one side, you're a woman. You're a mother. You want to be treated with respect. You want to be shown. You're also strong and dominant. So you're Mm -hmm. used to being treated a certain way by men and you want to keep that up. But then on the other side, you also work in the sex industry. So you understand playing up to things and men's natural desires and how they verbalize that and it's can be okay in the right setting and if it's the right intention but um yeah it's such a conundrum because i want to believe that the majority of men are not piece of shit walking down the street seeing a beautiful woman going i want to fuck your ass baby like i would like to think most men are not like that that's a smaller (laughs) no but this i know there are hundreds of thousands millions maybe i would just hope that they're still in the minority of yeah, men. Yeah, like most are. men are good guys. And then there's quite a lot of shitbags, but not not even half. Yeah. You know, less than half. I think you, you remember more of the shitbags more, you know. Of course. But yeah. it's like, here's the thing. Just block, block it all. Just I, yeah, I always just right. try and take all the negativity out mm. and just try and keep positive. Try and keep moving forward with yeah. positive things. Although sometimes I get a little bit tied up and I'm like, rah, 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 rah. and then I think, oh, damn, I just wasted all that negative time, all that energy, all that energy when I should have That's been putting it to Arguing with anyone on the internet. More. Every time I get into some kind of internet argument, you know, I'll post something, a political joke, and then, you know, normally someone with an NRA gun toting American, American flag will start messing with me and being like, hey, listen up, faggot. Oh, I can't believe you said that about our president. You gotta understand, man. He's fucking doing this. I you don't know. even get politics. When honestly. I do that shit and I start, I already know from the off, this is such a terrible idea. Yeah, but, but you, you still do it. You, you know still why? Do it. For two purposes, though. One, it can be humorous. Yeah. I can turn it to my advantage and it can yeah. become entertainment for my audience. And secondly, without the conversations, without having those kind of conversations with people that you disagree with or that aren't behaving in a certain way you think is right, how do we change people's perceptions? You know, you have to try. Um, from a, My upset is that all the, the guys, even though I think they're still a minority, the guys who behave in a certain way like that, saying horrendous shit to you when you're walking down the street, means that it stops people like me who are not pieces of shit being able to have light banter with a woman for instance and and her and me enjoy that and know that there's no threat there there's no you know it's it's going to be what it is i've had women who i work with on shows before slap my bum or like you know or like fucking give me hugs or be over familiar or say say inappropriate shit to me and i've never once taken it as any kind of threat because i'm a man i guess so maybe i don't feel a physical threat that women might feel but I think, um, do you think we're capable of having both in the future? Being able to come out the other side. have people not, you know, to stand up against 
sexual assaulters, to stand up against people who say horrendous shit to one another, to stand up against everything, racism, I, homophobia. I would like people to be able to stand up, but not, you know, not everybody. Like, we're still be able to here. laugh at a joke Yeah, and it's, it's hard it's because we're sitting here, we, you know, we both can both laugh at things mm. and we're both, you know, quite dominant kind of people. Sure. You know, you're not a pussycat. No, you know, no. you would say your thing, you would say your piece. But if I was, I'd be adorable. You'd be so cute. I'd have a little just, bell. I just stroke you. Yeah. There you go. Stroke. See, that's where I went wrong in life. I should have been born a cat. <laughs> if I was born a cat, I'd get all the attention from all the people. Here. But, you know, for some people it's difficult. And especially, you know, you don't know the relationship of the other person that's saying those things. You know, when I was younger, if someone said something to me, you know, I, would, I worked in a bar. I'll never forget John Barnes. John Barnes. John Barnes. And I'm cleaning up, you know, picking up the bottles, the ashtrays, whatever. Because it was just me, the barmaid, and the manager, and, like, the Liverpool lads come in. I remember John Barnes. Oh, John Barnes, the footballer. Footballer. Right, okay, okay. I knew a guy called John Barnes at school. I was like, maybe it's him. No, the footballer, Okay, footballer John Barnes. Barnes. Stood there. Like, I I don't even know how old I was. I was a teen. Like, maybe I was 19. I don't even know. And he stands there, and he looks me up and down. And he looked at me like I was a piece of shit. And I'll never forget that feeling. And it was just like, why are you looking at me like that? I thought to myself, but I was so like, <gasps> just pick up the bottles. Yeah, he, well, he had power he and had power. status. And yeah, and, was... and, and I think you can't look at people like that, yeah. do you know? And like now, if someone looked at me like that, I'd be You'd like... you fucking tell them. Yeah, what are you looking at? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but that comes with age and with experience, yeah, you know. So so for that, you know, I was the barmaid serving all these famous footballers, sure. you know, and I was scared to say anything, you know. I'm, yeah, you and, don't want to lose your job because the manager goes, oh, I heard you were fucking rude to one of the... Yeah, you know, he's dropping so, 10,000 so pounds in here. Yeah, you can't... Know. Sometimes it's situations, you can't say stuff, you know, you can't speak up for yourself. Yeah. And you know that wasn't anything sexual, but it could could easily have been something sure. sexual. And what would I would have reacted the same way, or yeah. you know, oh, can't say anything, too scared to say stuff. Yeah. So it's I mean, all... it's positive that that is changing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's also scary for me that the the very light end of the spectrum, which is which used to be that people could empathize and relate to one another by making jokes about what they know they are. You know, men and women could make jokes about the other gender because uh, light, light-hearted jokes. Yeah. Because it goes, yeah, that is a bit of what it is to be a girl, or that is a bit of what it is to be a guy. Thinking like with jokes your dick about the wife. Yeah, and stuff think, like oh, that. Thinking know? with, yeah, thinking with, the, thinking with a man, th- making a joke about a man thinking with his dick. It's like, yeah, I get it. A lot of men think yeah. with their dick. It's okay. That's, <laughs> it's okay to make a joke. In, it's the, so in the same way, it's okay to make a joke about you know women gossiping. Women love to have big, long fucking debates about everything. Yeah, if I have a chat with my best female friends and my, versus my best male friends, conversation with my best male friends, oh, you've been, mate? Yeah, all right, good. All right, nice. Yeah, yeah. cool. Oh, brother, yes, you know. Women, it's like, well, let me tell you. And what do so you think about this? You know, you know, exactly. And they don't want you to give them, they don't want you to tell them the end result. No. They just want to talk about all the options and how you can get there and the They want you to pretend and- like they're, that you're giving imparting some knowledge to them, but ultimately they just want you to agree with what their, yeah, their just, point just was at the beginning. Just, yeah. Yeah. just yeah. say yeah, and then at the end she'll get to a point and then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And there you go. Now, pointing that out 10 years ago would be a funny concept. Pointing that out today would make me a misogynist. You're a misogynist for saying that about women. That's yeah. No, that's yeah. where we've reached, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think the biggest problem is? You've already hit the nail on the head about two or three times, and I've certainly expressed it as well if not on this podcast and previous ones i didn't know who i was i didn't know what the world was i didn't have enough experience of what the world was until maybe five to ten years ago 
that's when I really started to have a better understanding of how to behave, how to talk, how to interact, how to make jokes. And it comes with age. Yeah. Now we've got social media where literally fucking seven-year-olds to 18-year-olds have access to voice their opinions on everything. And they don't know what their opinions are because they haven't fucking lived. They haven't done anything yet. Like, how do you, you know what I mean? And, yeah. But public outrage, a lot of it is driven by uh, a, an undeveloped mind, you know? Being outraged that men are assaulting women is a great outrage. I'm on board with that. Mm. Don't assault women. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. However, being honest enough to say that there might be one crazy fucking chick within 100,000... So for 100,000 you're saying honest things and making a joke that highlights there could just be one chick who just fucking hates Steve because he didn't want to fuck her two years ago. It's okay. That's that's true as well. And but we can't if I say that or if anyone says that, it's like "Mm, hang on. So you've got to Are you supporting the negative? So everybody like so people have bad things happen to them. Sure. Okay. And then people like speaking out now because they feel it's okay to say. And it's right to do, yes. Yeah, they, they feel like the environment or the platform is there for them to say, hey, this happened the to me. The voice is accessible yes, to them And it now. really happened to me. But then there's going to be some that are going to jump on the bandwagon that are going to go, you know what, I'm going to say this happened to me too. Sure. And it didn't. For a moment of limelight or because they yeah. cheat on their boyfriend yeah. or because they want to hurt someone from their past. But that... for whatever reason, and you are right, there is going to be someone, but you know, you're never going to know who that someone is. And it's, it, and so the person that who they're saying did things to them, that's really terrible for them because they're getting accused of things that they didn't do. Yeah. But then you don't know who did and who didn't and who's speaking the truth and it's a lot of you know, Oh, it's very it's very diff- very turbulent very time. Difficult. Very yeah, turbulent very time. Difficult. I just would love to see I would love to sense that the future for us is not gonna be what I think it is right now, which is people polarizing themselves more and more and more and more and more how can i if you don't agree with me on this then you're over here you know what i mean if you if you don't think that everyone is uh should be you know no one should ever be able to make a joke about anyone ever again then you're clearly a fucking right-wing racist it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. no no that's not how it works you know what i mean but i would hope to think that we could reach a place where people are treated nicely and equally and decently but then you're still allowed to crack a few a gags about each other laugh. because yeah. it's funny. It's, it's it's funny to say that black people were loud at the cinema. It's funny to say that white people can't dance. It's funny to like these are things that are true. They're fucking true. They're gross generalizations that are true. And if you make a clever joke about it, it's funny to notice things about ourselves as different cultures, different relation, uh, different genders, different sexualities. As long as there's no hatred in mm. the joke. If the joke is purely designed to be hateful, you know. Yeah. That's why I like how honest you are about your attitude towards, you know, dating in the past and, and also, hey, <laughs> your relationship with men. It's nice. And hopefully we will find a place where we can exist with those two things together. I feel like me and you have pretty much sorted that out today anyway. We, we have. We've found we a place. Sort, we've sorted the world out today. We put the world us. to rights. Yeah. See, everyone's out there looking to these great political advisors, these fucking judges who are all gang rapists and, fuck, and, and right-wing Nazis. Instead, you want to get a porn actress and a stand-up comedian and put them together because they will right all the wrongs of the world. Exactly. That's how it goes. Listen, uh, Tanya, it's been such a pleasure having you on as a guest. Thank you so much for joining me. We talked for two hours. Oh, my God. These ears are going to be like, whoa. The most but boring they... two hours of your life, wasn't it? How was it? No, it wasn't boring. Was it all right? Yeah. It a bit of fun, was, yeah? Yeah. I bet you've fun. done more fun things in two hours, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check out Tanya Tate, um, she's got various different places you can do that. Of course, you want to listen to her Vivid Radio show, which is every... Tuesday, 1pm, Los Angeles time. And that's also available on Sirius XM channel 413. 415. Oh, sorry, 415. Apologies. Um, also check her out on social media. Um, so Instagram is... Instagram, Twitter's at Tanya Tate. Facebook, Real Tanya Tate. Snapchat, Tanya Tate XXX. Oh, and there you go. And if you want that prime quality content where you get to see boobs and vagine. Yeah. The, you want to join my, my VIP snaps is um, TanyaTateFantasy.com. There you go. You can go and check out on there. You can, if you want to talk more one-on-one with me, you go to text Tanya Tate, text TanyaTate.com and there you'll have all the options where you can sex, text, send me pictures. You can even sign up and then you get like five-minute videos of me on there. There you go. Is there so, an option to have you come over and just tell someone off? Are not making their bed. Well, I can do it by phone or by Skype. There you go, done. Perfect. So it's all it's all on there. Um, you can also get my pussy as well. Yeah, what? I, I have a fleshlight pussy. Oh, really? Yeah. So you a can, mold of your vagina. A mold of my vagina. You can get to fuck me tonight, Jeff, if you really want. <sighs> there you go. Sorted. To go wow. on a date to give them. You pay an extra hundred dollars and there you go. There's, There's a fleshlight your, in it. There you go. That would be a good way to do it. You can literally your give them a wank <laughs> kit. You've got a fleshlight. You've got a DVD, some signed eight by tens. You can get it from the fleshlight website. Go direct to my page. It's fucktanya.com. <laughs> or you can buy it from my store. <laughs> I'm going to get a mold of my dick done. I'm going to get a mold of my dick done. Do you think there's a want? Whoa. Yeah, I reckon there's a few people who like to sit on my dick. Male and female of my fans. There you go. It's decent. It's a nine inch. Good, good thick. Get it sorted. Good thickness. Sort it out, Jeff. Sort it out. I'm gonna get. We we'll get Jeff Leach dicks. Fuckjeff.com is coming soon. <laughs> you can get. You can get my penis mold, and you can get Tanya's vagina, and you can watch us have sex together yeah. in your very own in your own bedroom. Exactly. We could do a little mock up. I could come back around. We can do a Snapchat for it. Oh, we'll discuss this off the air. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, Savages. Keep supporting on patreon.com forward slash Savage Snowflake. Check out Boundless Tech on social media, our wonderful sponsors. And of course, please check out all of the wonderful work by my lovely guest, Tanya Tate. See you later, Tanya. Thank you.